Right, it's growing on me. I'm telling you, it's you growing. Love it. I, I, we still got to shorten it up a little bit. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to For Geek's Sake. My name is Al Sterling. In the studio today with producer Dan. Hey, everybody. Co-host, don't do that. What? Hey, co-host Liz. Hello. Uh, we got tech director Eli. What's going on? <laughs> and I am so <laughs> excited. Uh, it took a lot. Like we had to, we went through some uh, intense initial negotiations with his people. Mm-hmm. Uh, those broke down. Uh, we took hostages. Uh, that went back and forth. Ended up being a bad play overall, but I think short term it seemed okay. Uh, we tried bribery. We uh, got him in trouble with a loan shark mm-hmm. uh, and tried that route. That backfired as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, finally, after we burned down his mother's house, he agreed to come back on the show. <laughs> because you did me a favor. Right. Oh. It turns out that's all we had to do, and I really wish I'd have known that earlier. You scratch Oral's back, he scratches yours. <laughs> that's right. It's the old house, not the new house. Uh, we just moved her into a wonderful condo. She is so happy. <laughs> we are so pleased to welcome Oral Fire back on the damn show. Hello, hello. Hi, everyone. Uh, if you don't know who Oral is... <laughs> you lose. Uh, he is. Apparently, I don't owe you money either. <laughs> exactly. Not that you, not to your knowledge. Uh, we got. A, uh, he's over at the comic shop. He's a karaoke. He's got flame on. The best goddamn name for a podcast ever. <laughs> uh, just the whole deal. So we're gonna talk to Oral about comic books and really just whatever Oral wants to talk about. Um, Which is what flame on is really all about. Exactly. It's just the Oral Hour. Uh, that's nope. Stop it. The uh, uh, title of the show. I think we got right there. And. That is how we got a double explicit tag. <laughs> roll, just roll credits now. Uh, I had something for for my little intro, for the thing here. Mm-hmm. I Liz, I, I wanted, I wanted to. I was thinking about you. Oh yeah. You know how we keep making you go watch things and go like do other geek things, right? I have an idea. Okay. I think it's time we made Dan do something. Yeah. Wow. Oh. Yeah. I think Dan, uh, who has not has not watched almost any of the Harry Potter movies, right? How many Harry Potter movies have you watched? Uh, yeah, so not a lot. Okay. Like three or four? He he has... W- mm. That's kind of like a tetanus shot. If you can't tell the doctor when the last time you had a tetanus shot, right. you it's have to watch all of them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, but here's the thing. Dan, <laughs> while Dan can read, and we've, had, we've, we've, we've done the test, we've proven he can read, he doesn't... He doesn't. He doesn't like to he curl up with time a, to cur- curl. He doesn't like to curl up with a book. A book so in the I bath, think, bathtub with a glass of vino. Uh, Sorry. Wow, wow, that's, wow. Like, that's like a Wednesday night, dude. You need to make some you time. Thank you. Self care is important, Dan. Thank you. Self care is all, anyway. Uh, the the uh, I think, uh, but Audible. I think we get the Harry Potter books. Okay. Audible, and I think Dan needs to listen to all of them. Okay. I think we make it a. I think we 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 ask for for Patreon donations to fund this endeavor so that Dan can talk I'm about Harry Potter when he's done listening to all the books. Uh, you you know I enjoy a good podcast or a good audiobook. Who's gonna right. take Who's gonna take the fur? How much is it? We should look at uh, Audible. We we have a we we've got it. We, we got to figure it out because otherwise it's fifteen ninety nine a month and you oh, have you to have wait to once, to a, once a month. Yeah yeah. Mm. Uh, and we yeah we but I think I think we may actually have a copy. I actually have. I first listened to them on CD. That's how long ago that was. Wow. Uh, my so, friend had all of the CDs yes, as well. Actually, one of my friends also had all of the CDs, which is how I listened to it. Who narrates them? I don't know, but they did a really good job. That's that's what I've heard. I've never listened to the audiobooks okay. um, because I am literate <laughs> and also an English major snob. So. Oh, there it is. Uh, 
I actually is. don't like. I mean, I don't mind the Audible thing, but I like to hold. I don't even like to read like on the tablet. I want the physical book in my hand. Very important question for you. What do you do with a BA in English? <laughs> <laughs> you work at a comic shop. <laughs> <laughs> you come be a guest on the most fantastic show. Yeah. Well, you actually have, and then it, was also, a, it was an Avenue Q. Lyric. And in your come spare on, time, you Broadway criticize people. other people. Um, <laughs> also, you you cry in the corner and say, "Where did I go wrong? <laughs> what did I do? What did I do?" Vente or Conde? Can, can I, I think pour, it's the, yeah. Can I pour you another whiskey? <laughs> Please, because if there's one thing a former English major can do is drink his woes. I, I'm pretty sure Alex did the same thing with his history degree. Oh yeah, and Thank I'm you. matching you guys with my liberal arts degree. Yeah, you know whoa, whoa. I have I have a degree in cupcakes. <laughs> I don't. Whoa, whoa. I, yeah, Liz <laughs> wins. Liz wins. Actually, I don't want to. I don't want to one up everybody, but actually, I also have a master's degree that I'm not using. <laughs> That's true. So, oh, how's that? I don't want to brag or anything. <laughs> I mean, but I'm buried in student loan debt and not making enough money. To and he could say that his wife paid for it too. I mean, I also did it while my wife was in the military. Did you use her GI bill? I, spouses can use a GI bill. I am here to fight for the spice. Thank spouses. you. I'm also here to fight for the spice. I the, the spice, spice. The spice must flow. Spice must flow. Thank you. The spice must flow. Let's get started here. Uh, by the way, oral. Seriously. Oh, did you know? Did I mention the oral that this also we do video? This is all going on YouTube. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, you're okay. Yeah, okay. I, I, I mean, I saw. Right. There's old graphics. I think he's seen it. He's seen it. I'm just. I'm just making sure. That's all right. We, go ahead. Let's start off with some happy news. Oh. All right. There we go. Right button. Uh, Florida's the new Venice, everyone. <laughs> so uh, there's a new report out from the UN Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, or IPCC. came out last Monday. Uh, <laughs> it is going to be... It, is, it basically says that, uh, speaking from an environmental, stand, env- environmental standpoint, we're hosed. Uh, so Super hosed. Like Miami, like, good luck, man. You should probably just stop partying and leave. So I got to tell... Well, be, according to the libtard cucks. I mean... <laughs> Hey, hey! Yeah, I got that one out. Hey, it's being added to the dictionary uh, next year. Mm-hmm. So Stop I it. actually did this thing where I, I did. Yeah. I want you guys to know, dear listeners, what happened. I uh, did a bunch of research on the report and put it all together, uh-huh. uh, and then I came into the studio early because <laughs> I wanted to record a one-off. Mm-hmm. Uh, broke it down, tried to do something a little different than a normal FGS thing. I wanted to, you know, we, we've been we have in the on the FGS on the FGS crew uh, this idea of like doing one-off episodes of whatever we wanted that didn't have to be. A part of it. People care about our opinions. Um, well, I, I don't know about that, but I thought maybe if I get entertaining <laughs> enough, maybe some will listen to it. Uh, so I did. I came in. Go? I made two. I, it was a full two pages of notes. I read a whole bunch of stuff. I came in. I recorded an entire 20 minutes, went back and listened to it, and was so god-awful, I started over. That one was also so god-awful, so no. Uh, uh, if you would like to get your hands on a copy of these uh, very exclusive locked-in-the-vault uh, clips, uh, Whoa, we're, we're going to start the bidding on Patreon at <laughs> One hundred dollars. <laughs> uh, you know what? That's fair. So we're at one thir- right around one twenty or one thirty on our Patreon right now. I don't remember the exact number. I think it was one twenty six. Uh, Ooh, triple digits. If we hit uh, uh, two hundred dollars, I will release a Patreon only with an apology note that I will record before. Oh my God, guys! Please donate toward this cause because it's so good. Uh, By good, I mean terrible. It is. It's just it's, the most douchey, pretentious thing that I've ever done. And it, yeah. I realize what that means when I say the most douchey, pretentious thing I've ever done. You know, you and I don't hang out a lot, but I think that that might be just a skosh, a skosh hyperbolic. Just a, just a <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. What we're gonna do here is we're gonna. Uh, I'll let you listen to about five minutes of it. Please don't. Okay. See, that's what I mean. <laughs> yeah. That's what I mean here. Yeah, you're gonna. Yeah, let, yeah. let me outline it for you. You. 
our audience may remember when you were uh, maybe a maybe a teenager, maybe a little younger, like Backstreet Boys and Britney Spears would come on the radio and you see their MTV music videos. I can be like that and you would try to dance or try to sing and you'd record yourself real briefly. Sure. And then you'd watch it again. And you'd, and go, you'd go, oh, no, 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 oh, no, 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 never, no, no, no. no. Yeah, yeah. You would never tell a soul yep. for the rest of your life that that yep. happens. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of those. Eli, yep. how often did you film yourself dancing to Britney Spears? We're not talking about this. <laughs> so uh, instead of making us and all of that, I'll just give you a real quick climate change thing here. Uh, the short version here is that uh, we're host and it's going to get a whole lot worse. Um, a list of things that we have to do to avoid complete disaster uh, include, and these are actual steps that were included either in the report or in folks who studied the report. Just a quick highlight. Uh, in order to avert complete climate destruction, we would need to deconstruct the entire military industrial complex, mm-hmm. uh, move economic policies from every major country away from their current eternal growth models towards something around sustainability. Uh, completely divest ourselves of fossil fuels and make huge investments in unproven uh, clean energy. And an almost complete stop at the expansion of land use, which will also mean a drastic drop in the population. Uh, well, millennials so, already aren't having kids and all we do is adopt dogs. So Right. So as long as everyone on Earth does that, my and then also take apart the military I mean, industrial I mean, millennial, or water world. Millennials are yeah. also like single-handedly like ruining uh, chain restaurants and uh, Applebee's sucks, and you know it sucks. <laughs> can I can I be honest with you right now? Uh, Applebee's does suck. Yeah, you know, oh anytime you you spin yourself as oh yeah, come on down to the bees to some like the double decker nacho quesadillas, and I'm like I want all of you to get dragged to hell <laughs> like that poor girl who just told that woman, pay your bills. Pay your I, bills. I, so there's an Applebee's right outside of my office and I drive past it twice a day on the way in and way out of work every single day. And about once every six months, I'll need, I'll need lunch and I don't have much time. And I thought, and I, I'm like, you know what? Applebee's, I'll go, to, yeah, I'll go to Applebee's. And I'll go in there and I'll walk out going, oh God, why did, why? Why did I do that? It's and like for, because of the Apple- 300 delicious looking Commercials that you've seen in between visits. They, That's why. Listen, their marketing team on point. Yeah. Imagine if they were marketing something good. Is it Applebee's it's that, good in the that, neighborhood? Is it Applebee's that runs the dollar drink specials every so often? And they also have that two for one happy hour every day from like nine or is that, to eleven. Or is that TGI yeah. Fridays? One of the one of the uh, chains. Fridays is way better. One of the one of the garbage chains does. Garbage <laughs> Chili's does two for ones all day every, every day. goddamn day, which is why Chili's and their skillet queso right, right. is allowed to but stay. But they do two for ones on like their floor cleaner margaritas. Yeah. Like not that Presidente. That sour mix, like you smell it and you're like, I have heartburn for the next seven days. Listen. Now. So Southern Comfort and Coke is included in there too for one, so all y'all can kiss my ass. Are you shitting me? I am. Sh- I shit you not, sir. Oh my god. Oh yeah. wait a minute. Let's get back to. Okay. Do anyway. I need to prepare? So Waterworld or Mad Max? Because yes. I can be Tina Turner and ask you who runs Body Town. <laughs> Actually, fun fact, both. Okay. So, uh, yes. I'm curious. I will shave my head. Done. I, I will uh, not cut my arm off, though. If you don't have, if you're not going to commit to the part, then don't bother. If the so yeah, we're going to see some sea level rise. But unlike the graphic, actually, what it looks like is more going to be is just going to be constant flooding. Uh, more than just traditional sea level. So, uh, so we're not getting more beach. It's just going to be more wetland. Yeah. Well, it's going to be more like there will be more uh, uh, waterfront area. Well, that's fun. Property rivers, value is going to go up in Central Florida. Look. Yeah, well, more rivers and lakes will swell their banks. And so if you look at the, I guess lakes get bigger. And so that technically means you've got more more waterfront sure. area. Sure. Um, 
uh, but uh, I, I did in my all my stuff, one of the things that I did come across uh, that I really kind of landed on here was that I don't think that we're going to manage to wipe ourselves out. Because one of the big questions is, will we make the planet completely unlivable? And the answer to that question, I think, is no, because uh, we are way too brilliant as a species, to allow ourselves to get killed off by something like weather. We'll just find a way to beat it. Now, don't get me wrong. Millions and millions will die in the process. But as a species, nah. Oh, see, I had my money on, like, we're not going to make the planet unlivable because we're all just going to die one day, and then the planet's going to recycle, like, reset. Yeah, it was that George Carlin thing. The planet's fine. People right. are fucked. Oh, yeah. Like, we're not killing the planet. We're killing ourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll be fine. So, so that's you know. the that's the kind of, And I want to also just say, well, climate change is not real. No, shut the fuck up. Gamergate. Uh, yes, it is. Uh, <laughs> however, I what that you just associated those two things on the air? What, what I will say though, what I do, will say though, is that there is uh, a really big assumption with all of this that climate change is is, is a completely man-made phenomenon, and we actually don't know that. Well, um, the cows make it too. Well, the thing is, the Earth is uh, four hundred. I like how we literally pour billions of pollutants. Mm-hmm. Into the environment and blame it on cows, right? So. And we're like, mm-hmm. we're like, oh no! My well, favorite, methane. my favorite is when like people release those things. Like, here's the ten things that you can do as an individual to s- reduce your carbon footprint. And we're like, bitch, factory farming. Come on, like me not using plastic straws is not the problem here. So the Earth is about four point five three billion years old, give or take. He, mankind has been around for the first humans uh, came around two hundred thousand years ago. So we've been around for 0.04%, I'm sorry, 0.004% mm-hmm. of Earth's history. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're like a, a super failed experiment. So what I mean by that is that there is a whole bunch of stuff. Like the whole reason, the big thing about the report was that while we were supposed to last to the end of the century, it now turns out we got like 20, 30 years before everything just goes to shit. Right. And they're like, well, what happened? Well, it basically compounding interest mm-hmm. happened with pollution. So we didn't count on the pollution making more pollution. Uh, but God was like, nah, I'm going to cook up some blondes. It, it, uh, Dinosaurs are just blah. <laughs> <laughs> so I wrote a little dicky moment. Over yeah. <laughs> okay, welcome back. We we had a thing. Yeah. Uh, so that's so that's uh, that's what's that's what's going on. Uh, so, but we so climate change may not be entirely man made, but it is it, it is. Uh, <laughs> But I mean, there's a you could. I would like to personally apologize. Being from New Jersey, I would like to personally personally apologize for, for New Jersey. How much Aquanet I have used in my lifetime? <laughs> yes, I am. I am a, a little Italian American girl from Central New Jersey, and I'm sorry. The problem with That's Jersey, I'm, I'm sorry too. The pollution from Jersey is all the spray tan. Right, <laughs> like it just right. killing the atmosphere. It actually is just you guys, just New Jersey. The hole in the ozone layer is actually just directly above New Jersey. I believe that. Above the Jersey Shore. Directly over Snooky's house. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so that's that's it. So are we going to live? Probably. Uh, but a lot of people are going to die. Uh, if you, however, I was thinking, I, I was in my research. If you happen to be a Canadian farmer, this is all great news. Yeah. Oh. Uh, well. If you happen to be a uh, fish who performs who prefers warmer water, mm-hmm. Great also news. great news. So I'm saying, like, this is the, the earth. If you're a hurricane, Ooh, the best. Wonderful news. Yeah. <laughs> so kids are going to be huge. Uh, so that's what that's what that's that part on. So if you'd like to hear more, uh, and you want to hear the full thing, $175 per month on the Patreon, and then I will release it and then go into hiding because uh, it just was the worst. Uh, moving on. 
Probably spent 10 minutes on that, Al. Good. Yeah, I didn't yeah. really. I was, it was, I already spent a lot of time with that today, and I was really unhappy with everything I did. So, um, as, yeah. as the bottle can attest. Yeah. 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 Anyway, this uh, is for when Al got here. Uh, coming next, uh, from TMZ, which by the way made me feel dirty to use TMZ <laughs> as a source. Oh, God. Um, they get scoops. Yeah. They, and they get got scoops. They also get mm-hmm. syphilis. They are the, <laughs> the STI carriers uh, of the news. Yeah. Actually, I like that. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> they get scoops. They also get, oh, can that be our show title? <laughs> so uh, on the Joaquin, Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie, uh, we had an issue. Apparently, a bunch of movie extras were locked in a subway train for three hours. Um, that violates some of the SAG uh, requirements. Yeah, you're supposed to take a break every two hours. Yep, and you're definitely not supposed to lock them in without responding to their pleas for help for three hours. To the point that they're urinating on the train tracks. Are okay, you- I have a serious question, though. It who? was a boy. It had who? to be a guy. I don't know how a girl could do that. No, no, not even that, but oh, okay. like... paper thing. Who can't hold their piss for three hours? Depends on how bad you had to piss when you got on there. Yeah. Right, Especially but if, if you knew... an extra and you were nervous. But or, if you're like... If you mm. knew you were going into like uh, like filming a scene... They thought that it would be SAG compliant. They also got those actor buffets. Like, I'm really, for real. I'm These really guys are extras. And they don't get paid much, so they, they, they take advantage they of that hit. buffet. Oh, they yeah. hit that buffet. As, as craft someone services. Who, yeah, craft services. As someone who has experienced mm-hmm. some uh, like craft services before, it is a delight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Depending on who you get. Because yes. sometimes it's not so great. Well, apparently, it I mean, is a delight. Apparently, Joaquin's Phoenix has had plenty of water. Uh, or coffee, <laughs> I guess. Well, yeah, I a, coffee's a diuretic. I had a buddy that was... Uh, a lot of that, pink lemonade. He did a lot of extra work on The Walking Dead, and like literally, his job would be like they decorate him up, and he just lay on the ground for like two or three hours as like a dead body or dead zombie while they mm-hmm. did shoots. I'm like, you couldn't move, and like you'd be like trying to raise your hand, like I gotta go to the bathroom, and they just ignore you like completely. You there, dead guys? Hey, you've got you've got 17 more minutes before yeah. you. Two hours is up, asshole. You're fine. <laughs> so so okay, dead, is, dead people evacuate their bowels. This is this is my this is my question here. I didn't catch it. This was a TMZ article, which makes much more sense as to why there's really no like meat <laughs> to it uh-huh. because they didn't say why these people were locked in the subway like what's the reason were they was it on purpose was it a social experiment is this really <laughs> like seriously were they trying to like capture a, a feeling like of panic Probably. you know what i mean yeah like, but they did they film this? the whole thing yeah that's maybe i want to know i well, want the scoop tmz you're supposed to get the entire scoop this is this is walking phoenix we're talking about so yes well yeah because the answer he's, to all of your he's questions that shit insane right yeah, yeah. Like, crazy method. Ju- yeah my question is i think just at, crazy at what point did those extras think oh my god we're in a snap film Oh my God, we're in a mess. No, yeah. No. Oh, absolutely. I, I, I'm guessing. I'm guessing around hour two and a half. Because <laughs> at two hours, you know, there's some guys like you know that there's that one really pretentious like uh, guys. We're uh, a sag two hours. They have to let us out. It's right. fine. Yeah. Like excuse like, me. Excuse me. Uh, it's fine. And then around two hours five minutes, he starts to panic, but won't. But won't like he won't let it show. Around two thirty, he breaks. Let yeah. me tell you, I was part of what I thought was a social experiment at the Orlando airport recently. I got we got off the plane. We went to get into the tram. The doors opened, and the tram was full of people. And we were like, uh, and so we also started kind of like filing in with them. And then all of a sudden a voice comes over and is like, please exit the tram. And we get off and the doors close and then nothing else happens. And now we're all packed in this little hallway. And it took, I counted, I watched on my phone. It took approximately three minutes and 56 seconds for people to start to absolutely mm-hmm. lose their shit. And Liz is just there like, where's John Quinones? Oh my God. John, <laughs> John Quinones. Where, where are the hidden cameras? I don't even know who the hell that is. Well, 
That's from what would you do? Oh, no. And, 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 and this like is a subway. camera news show that what would you do if you saw a waitress being racist to a customer uh, kind of thing? Oh, it's see, always I was like thinking a about the, the Nickelodeon. What, what, yeah, what, exactly. What, I'm like, what, I'm like what, Summer what, Sanders. What, what, I don't what, understand. <laughs> yeah, and I'm just like, <laughs> do you remember? He was. Do you remember the episode where the kid's talent was I can eat 11 watermelon in 30 seconds? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because you know... And they had this little fat white boy with this watermelon. It was like... Rah, 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 rah. It was it was the weirdest shit time. I've ever seen. It <laughs> was a simpler time. So here's the thing. Uh... Uh, this actually brings up one of the things that I was going to hear is this brings up the idea whether there's a curse on those who play the Joker or right. the Joker m- movies with the Joker in it. Um, I want to go ahead and just say no. Let's just go and get that. <laughs> no, they Jack just Nicholson always pick crazy fine. ass people. Yeah, Jack, Jack Nicholson is fine. Nicholson made he's you know, a bit crazy. And well, Nicholson was crazy before that. Right. Uh, that was a pre-existing condition. Exactly. Uh, I think it is with all of them though. And it is well, and also, but to be clear, Nicholson made after it was all said and done about a hundred million dollars off of playing that Joker. Right, and he's Mark like, and he's like ha ha crazy, and he did it once. Like he was right. there for like eight weeks filming, and then he was done. Like Heath Ledger was like, I'm gonna sit alone in a dark apartment and take a lot of psychedelic drugs, crazy, not like. <laughs> Right. Jack Nicholson. Well, right. I think this is a tragedy. <laughs> uh, I think we had a tragedy with with uh, Heath. With Heath, yeah, with, with sure. Roger, followed by a really weird creep with Jared Leto. Yeah. Uh, followed by what I can only assume is a now unemployed production assistant who forgot <laughs> to go let the extras out of the train oh, car. No. Uh, or subway car. I'm pretty sure that's maybe that's that PA got. is just really method too. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, speaking <laughs> of though, I just wanted to give you an update on what uh, our, our what main man, Mr. J, want me to do. What <laughs> Mr. J want me to do? Uh, a quick update on Joaquin uh, and what he's got to say about about his movie. He yeah. says, uh, "I wouldn't classify this as, as, as excuse me. I wouldn't classify this as like any genre." He said while speaking with Collider. Did uh, he say that, or did he say, "I wouldn't classify this as like"? Any genre. <laughs> yes, that's probably... I didn't read it in Joaquin speak. Now it makes more sense. Mm. Uh, let's see here. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't say it's a superhero movie or a studio movie or a... It feels unique. And I think more than anything, and probably the most important thing, is Todd, as in Todd Phillips, the director, seems very passionate about it and very giving. And so that's exciting. You know who also said that? Costner and the Postman. Like, I just, I feel <laughs> there's something so otherworldly and irksome about this movie to me. Mm-hmm. I just, I'm not excited about it's it. Irksome to you. Irksome is a good word. <laughs> I know that. Yeah. It just, it's there. He's, you know, like his, his makeup is fine. His know. makeup is terrible. Oh, it's fantastic. Wow. Did you get super Jersey right there? <laughs> it's terrible. It's terrible. It should be terrible. Yeah, but like it's not it's not good he has terrible. It's sewn like, onto his face in the comics. It's like terrible, guts. terrible. <laughs> yeah, and that was an improvement over this. But there's just I don't I don't know if this is the right direction. I do. It is not. Okay. <laughs> I mean I know we were I don't know that was I just want to take it out this to be is this is the real Joker and he fucked with Jason Todd so bad that he turned into the Jared Leto Joker. And that's really Jason Todd. And that's how Jason Todd died. Like, he, what was Jason Todd is dead. And now he's this. So Jared Leto's Joker is secretly Joker. Jason Todd? Yes. Stop trying to put lipstick on a pig. I'm um, trying to real Thank you. Dan's, Dan's trying to make fetch happen. I think about this a lot. <laughs> and it never saddens gonna happen. me. That's just never going to happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you have joy in your life? <laughs> 
because I, I did at one point. I, I have children. <laughs> Does that count? No. Um, that's the other I thought, thing. I thought that was the Joy Suckers. Yeah, yeah, that's the other thing. Mm. You know, if, if House Hunters has shown me something very important. It, it hasn't. It has. And I'll tell you what it is. When you're young and you're vibrant and you're living downtown in your like renovated loft space, mm-hmm. your life is great. They talk about all the restaurants you go to and the nightlife and you see everyone and smiling and dancing. All the CrossFit and a good gyms time. nearby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then they're like, well, you know, we just found out that our family's growing by three. And so it's time for us to, you know. By three? It's time for us to move to the suburbs. And then you go to this, like, really sad area where there's nothing but, like, the last Bennigans on Earth. <laughs> that sounds and like that's Elf's dream neighborhood. You just described it. Hey, there are two. There's one in International Drive and one out in Coco. Right. If you could live across the street, you'd be a happy man. I wouldn't oh, be upset. No. And if the there was a Pizzoli's on the other corner... Yeah, I went, I went looking for Fazoli's. And Closest to one is uh, right across the Atlanta-Georgia border. I drove past the Fazoli's in uh, Sandusky, Ohio Why didn't you recently. Stop? Anyway, you were making a point about... <laughs> she didn't want diarrhea. What the hell are we talking about? Children forcing to downgrade. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. That's true. <laughs> so, That's also true. No. So, like, I, I should say that there's... Sometimes you get really busy in life, mm-hmm. and you don't see certain movies because you know, like you, you either have kids. Oh, he's circling back now. Multiple, mm-hmm. multiple mm-hmm. jobs. He's yeah. coming around the bend. Here we go. So, I recently, within the past thirty days, saw the following two movies. Don't judge me. Waterworld. No. <laughs> Logan. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh. Yes. Oh. Which was great. Okay. And Justice League. Which was not great. Mm. And you know what this movie looks like to me? Why did you say that name? Why did you say that name? Get out of here, Batman. Batman, not again. Me and Batman. You're not allowed on this podcast. Me and Batman. Joker seems like a doubling down on everything they've done. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Because, Because you can be wrong and you can be strong, but sometimes wrong and strong... And your mind feels like the right direction. And that's, that's, that is not it. <laughs> I feel like there's two guys at Warner Brothers, and they're both in charge of a whole bunch of shit. And one of them said Aquaman, and the other one said Joker. And they said, well, let's see how this goes. And but we're like at all the same time, like, right. like, like you take Aquaman, I'll take Joker. Ready? Like yeah, one, yeah. two, three. Joker! You're supposed to say Aquaman. Yeah. We were trying to do a little visual, oh. visual representation. Would you, would you like to? I, I don't think. I, think I thought think I was just, I was paying attention to you and not you responding want to, to you. It? Yeah. You want to do it again? Do it again. Okay. 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 So on the count of three, we'll, we'll just, you know, we'll say. One, two, three. Aquaman. What is it? You screwed up. <laughs> no, Moving what are you on. Doing? Keep going. We're done. We're done. I don't even know what's going on anymore. Uh, <laughs> let's see here. Ah, Chuck Wendig. This guy. Okay. So let's talk about what happened here. So uh, Chuck Wendig is an author who wrote a whole bunch of Star Wars books uh, in the new, the new in the relaunch thing. A whole mess. A whole bunch of them. Started dipping into comic books as well. Right. right. Yeah. Well, he starts off. He wrote the official, the official novelization of The Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. Yes, he did. He also wrote uh, Aftermath, which, in terms of Star Wars stuff involving anything book related, is probably the most important Star Wars books to come out. Uh, in the past easily 20 years. Uh, this is what bridges the gap between the events at the end of The Last Jedi, so episode six, and kind of helps set up what, what happens eventually with Force Awakens episode seven. Mm-hmm. So he's a he is in Star Wars book world a big deal, and outside of Star Wars book world, 
just a guy. Uh, he's actually a really good author. I've read several of his books. He's a good author all the way around. Aren't wrote we, a bunch of other non, non-Star Wars stuff. Aren't we all just a guy deep down on the inside? <laughs> no. Uh, so, <laughs> the here's what happened. He um, he got on Twitter. He said a bunch of things that were real, real mean. Um, <laughs> and, uh, if bit, not accurate. I'm not saying they weren't accurate. They were very political in nature. Mm-hmm. He had some feelings on the, uh, particularly, he had some feelings on the uh, proceedings of our most recent uh, Supreme Court justice mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and how he felt that went. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was not in favor and had a couple of the comments as well. And then a bunch of like folks Chuck. who were um, more who were more on the other side of that particular social issue uh, basically made a whole bunch of stink and then Disney fired him. Other mm. other people, other people. Oh, you mean bad people? Uh, bad people. <laughs> okay. So so I did want to change it. Right, y'all 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 stop. Because this actually, I only include. I didn't want to include this because it was a political issue, and we try not to do politics. Although apparently we suck at it sometimes. Uh-huh. But uh, this actually, what I realized here is that this is not a political story. So allow me to extrapolate my theory here. All right. All right. Okay. Do tell. So ABC Disney owns I everything. I agree, but. Disney owns everything. Let's start with that. Everybody yes. knows that part. Um, Disney and Pepsi. Um, Coke. Well, Nestle. Nestle. Yeah. Uh, the So Disney owns Marvel. It owns ABC. It owns Star Wars. Right. Um, so th- this starts with Roseanne. Roseanne Barr says a whole bunch of, or Roseanne Arnold, whatever she goes, uh, says a bunch of uh, rather uh, unkind things. She's and bar. a bunch of... Uh, Let's see, a bunch of a bunch of folks on the more liberal end of the spectrum got very upset about it. Mm-hmm. Disney said, "You're fired." Fired her in the middle of an incredibly successful sitcom. Just candor, uh, and never. Then, in response, a bunch of uh, folks on the more conservative side went after James Gunn for a bunch of tweets. We talked about that several times. Yeah, and they fired him. Yay, we're going to get a new suicide. And so <laughs> then, uh, so the score appears to be one-one. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Mr. Wendig here says a whole bunch of unkind things. And by the way, his Twitter profile is. Is laced with a bunch of very, very unkind things, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, well, partially political and partially uh, speaking out against the the folks that we reported on last week, right? Oh, that God, we're are talking you... bad about the movies. Are you kidding? Right. though? because because his Twitter to me, his Twitter is so funny. Like, oh, it's like, hilarious. Like, yeah. just so funny. It's well, well written. And, and and to be clear here, I am not even touching the horrific amount of harassment that this man has received. Right. right. If you just if you search, well, that's what I'm saying. He, he went. He spoke out against the toxic masculinity in right. response to the latest movies. Yeah. Right. And was chastised for it all over the place. Right. And he defended himself. He did. And he uh, did. Wh- where it says for using naughty words, I almost put for defending himself. <laughs> well, and here, but so here's the and here's the end result. Disney fired him. Yep. Now, it looks like that's two to one if you're keeping score. Right. I actually am going to tell you that that's three and zero oh for Disney. Here's the deal. We assume that Disney is acting out of some form of a political stance or some of a, some kind of a cowardly business stance, mm-hmm. and it's neither. This is Disney being Disney. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you? Uh, do you? We, I mean, okay. So do you? Do you see it as three and zero for Disney, or do you see it as like uh, almost zero and three for Disney? Because if it's not, hear me out here. Sure. Because if it's not a political, so Disney's not taking a political. Because I never believed that any of this had to do with. I know that there's interpretations of these situations that turn political, but I don't think at the core of anything that anyone is saying on Twitter when they're talking about social issues is really surface level political, right? Or not even that deeply political. But Disney's 
sending a message and and I don't think we think Disney's going to fall. Like there's like there's there's no there's no scenario where Disney runs out of money. No. Right? But like is that like is this the side of uh, history that Disney wants to be on? They're about to own a lot of oceanfront property. Strange. <laughs> <True, true. laughs> well, Disney World's about to be an oceanfront resort. Welcome so. everyone to Atlantica. <laughs> <laughs> so so I do think Disney's sending a message because, and actually, first I think it's important to note that Disney has declined to really give any real comments on any of this. Like right. we've gotten some quotes from some folks, but there has been no official, like, real explanation for their recent spat of firings over these things. But as a reminder, uh, and I wrote some stuff down here, uh, Disney. Uh, when you work at Disney, yep. you are not allowed to have uh, any tattoos, body piercings, facial hair longer than a quarter inch. Um, you stay on message or your ass is grass. Period. Kaput. End of story. Uh-huh. And so for Disney, I liken this to like when I'm, when I'm in a real, real bad mood and the kids are in the back seat. <laughs> if, if any one of them gets on my radar... I don't give a shit. I'm not concerned. If the daddy he touched me, I'll murder them both. Like I don't give a damn. Like I'm we, gonna, I'm gonna need to go on record and say that Al Sterling absolutely would not murder his own children. He's a loving father. I said nothing. Very of the sort. loving father. The um, I'm going into Target alone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna crack a window. Y'all can fight for the keys. Uh, <laughs> he just rolls out of the driver's seat while it's still going. <laughs> Uh, anyway, but the thing too, Disney's like Disney. It's, it's, and this is why it didn't matter that James got to apologize for the tweets a long time ago and had cleaned up his act. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. You you got on Disney's radar. You're done. And That's it. There, there's another one you're forgetting about is uh, Pootie Pie. Yes. <laughs> She's called Pootie Pie. Pootie Pie. <laughs> Pootie Pie. <laughs> yeah. He'll, they don't give a. They don't. Disney is just doing what Disney always They're has done. They're maintaining that image, yeah. and yep. any property they bring under their umbrella is going to be subject to that image. Unfortunately, yeah, you save the brand. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, we're, we're locals. We're local Orlando, right? How we we've known uh, Oral Al, we, Dan. Mm. Like we've known lots of people that have worked at Disney. Yeah. So you hear some stories. I haven't known anyone that's worked at Disney. Never. Nobody. I worked at Disney right? for seven years. I was trying to <laughs> not give you any attention, list. <laughs> So you've had enough today. <laughs> but how many stories do we know that aren't nationally known? Like Disney does a very good job of making sure that drama in their park or issues with tourists or locals. Yeah. Ooh, everybody knew know. about that toddler and that alligator. Though. Yeah, I was well, say, everybody yeah. asked me about that. that yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a little different. That yeah. Well, different. and what happened next? Nobody's allowed to go near any, any natural body of water. <laughs> no water. Ever again. Ever. Like no, the water fountains were off for like three days. Like no, they were not. No, they, 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 around. they haven't changed a damn thing. Yeah, what whatever. if they put fences up on the beaches? No. I'll put it on some of yes. the beaches. At least on that one. The point here is, yeah, this is Disney. This is just Disney being Disney. Uh, and I think that if you're looking for deeper political, I mean, there are people who are making political issues and political points with it, and and they might view it as manipulating Disney and taking certain steps, but Disney doesn't care. You think Disney gives yeah. two shits about issues? They are stone cold. And in a way, I think it has a form of brutal fairness to it. Yeah, yeah. Like the the sword that falls, or the axe that falls, falls cleanly, and mm-hmm. it falls for everyone. Mm-hmm. And that's what they like. They're like gay days. Yeah, yeah. No, sure. Right, gay days. Come on out. Okay. <laughs> Are you gonna? Whoa, whoa, you, 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 you. Is that beard a half an inch long? You're fired. Right. Like we don't give a. Oof. Actually, so Disney is really great, and third party vendors are also really great. 
So I just saw Janelle Monet when she came to town in June. <gasps> was it amazing? It was everything I could have ever wanted. Oh, my God. And so I was like, okay, so I'm going to this, like, really, like, you know, multicultural, also super black, like, you know, all on the spectrum of, like, sexuality. Like, what am I going to wear? And I have this shirt um, from a comic book. And uh, it's about, like, vampires. But they did this pride cover. And so I have the shirt that one of the vampires wears that says, I'm here, I'm queer, I'm fucking immortal. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm just like, yep, this is what I'm going to do. Where can I get a copy? I'm going to be clacking my fan. I'm going to be walking through this. This is going to be great. And so I, I go through the metal detectors. Everything's fine. I get my ticket checked by Disney security. And this woman, she, oh, she was so sweet. She goes... Oh, um, so uh, your shirt, I, I think it's it's great, except it has that one word. And because I was in a good mood, I didn't make a scene about what word. What <laughs> word Why don't you acceptable. tell me which word? <laughs> but she's like, so um, you're just going to, um, I just, I'm going to ask you to turn it inside out. It's like when you get inside, I'm like, mm-hmm. Yep, totally. I completely understand. No problem. And I get to the door and someone says to me, don't do that. And I'm like, girl, did I look like I fucking came here <laughs> to deal with that bullshit? I came here to be as open and as fucked up as possible and find my future husband. <laughs> <laughs> I did two of those three things. His name is Charles. Yay! It's not. There was Aww. no Aww. I just got really drunk at Janelle my night. Wait, where did she play? House of Blues. Oh. That makes sense. Oh, I get it. I get it. Point is, Disney doesn't play. And that is not to take away from, to just kind of wrap this up so we can move on. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not to take away from the, again, horrific harassment that Chuck Wendig has, got, has, has he didn't deserve that. Uh, and you can absolutely, I think, make a fair point that Disney has a responsibility to protect its people. Mm-hmm. And I think what? that that may be true to a point. But you also know exactly what you're getting with Disney. When do you think the smart people are just going to abandon social media and then all social media is going to be is trolls and then the trolls are just going to take each other out? Bluntly, never. <sighs> Have you scrolled through your Facebook feed lately? Girl can dream. <laughs> I try not to. I know. I mean, And I have it filtered to where I really only see puppy videos. See, I see so. a lot of food videos. Yeah, like, that I've been too. Doing a lot of tasty. Yeah, like, tasty is my shit. Uh, but yeah, so that's that piece. Uh, oh, and props to Professor Stone for getting that one in front of us. Appreciated that. Uh, up next, Iron Fist has been canceled. What? Yeah, I'm with do. I'm with I'm with producer Dan I'm here. I'm slightly perturbed at this. I'm more than slightly. They, if they were going to cancel it, they should have done it after season one. Exactly, and not like, wet our chops with that finale. Like halfway through season one. <laughs> yeah, like episode four. Yeah, like, like you know, guys. Never mind. Yeah, yeah. Never mind. Danny Rand. I'm the Iron Fist, the defender of Kung Lung. Just cut his head off. Yeah. You know, that would have been fine. <laughs> Somewhere between the oh, second time he said it and the fortieth time he said it. Right. right. Yeah. Because season two was this slow burn, and that the last like three episodes, it got so freaking good. Yep. And it went into like my favorite. I, I can't. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I have a favorite Iron Fist. Story arc. Um, and, and that's what they were getting into. And yep. it's very upsetting that they, they killed that off. And, and But at the same time, this just, I think, opens the door for a Daughters of the Dragon series or Heroes for Hire or both. Are you, uh, are you an Iron Fist man? No. See, the last thing I saw in the Marvel, in order, mm-hmm. 
was season one of Luke Cage. That was the last thing mm. I saw, and I saw it when it came that out. That was not a bad time so. to stop. Yes, yeah, so take that season two. I so I know good. there's a season two. What? I'm I'm excited to to watch them. I will always love Iron Fist, not because I'm an Iron Fist person, but mm-hmm. that is Loris Tyrell. And I am uh-huh. House Tyrell. Right, like Sir Loris, <laughs> okay, like the Rose, like I I have a banner in my room. I of I'm totally for it. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't need Iron Fist to be good. I need him to be pretty. <laughs> And you know what? He was. Yeah. He did. He was successfully and, very pretty. Very angsty. A little too angsty. I don't know for if me. you're into like the emo boys, but you know what? I can do it. I plan on watching Iron Fist like my friend watched Teen Wolf. He just put it on mute and just fast forward to when they took their shirts off. <laughs> well, you just have to. I mean, he doesn't really put his shirt on that much. I, I, I ain't gonna lie. I've only seen two episodes, and I sort of telling producer Dan this uh, last week. I've only seen two episodes this season, and I watched him on mute, and I knew. Everything that was happening, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just well. Here's the thing too, and like the thing is, I'm, I'm with producer Dan 100. percent Yeah, because the the way season two ended was insanely cool. Yeah, Daughters of the Dragon was was being set up, and I do mm-hmm. think we're gonna get Danny Rand is not done. We'll see him. I my my theory even said in their press release that that the the Iron Fist will live on. Right, I think he becomes the new Night Nurse. I think what's her face? Uh, uh, what's her name? Claire? Uh, uh, what's the Rosario Dawson? Yeah, I think Rosario Dawson got tired of it. She wanted to go do something else, and I think Iron. I think Danny Rand's gonna start popping around and kind of start connecting stuff with that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one theory I've got. But the end of this thing, that last scene they had, if you with with I guess spoilers, although don't bother at this point, <laughs> um, with him and Ward and the guns and the gun and the gun gung fu, it just it was he he learned that, like off camera. This is like a six months later kind of thing. They cut to this scene of them in, uh, I'm not sure, some Asian country, looking for uh, another Iron Fist, the one that uses the guns in the comics. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he's learned to focus his chi through the guns. Wouldn't he's that, stolen the guns. Wouldn't that just be the Iron Guns? Sort the man of. with the golden gun. <laughs> well, no, his, hands, like turn, gun his hand, hands glow, and then the guns glow, and then when he shoots the bullet, it's a thing. There is another possibility here, though. Yeah. Uh, the other possibility here is that uh, Disney is wrapping up its time with Netflix. True. Uh, now, we know Disney's well, no, launching. No, no. This had nothing to do with Disney. They didn't make this decision at all. This was all on Netflix. Well, according to the press releases that we've, been, that we've received. But during the secret no. cabal meetings, after <laughs> they sacrificed the goat. Right. <laughs> But they decided, mm, but these trails, they say Iron Fist got to go. We, right. read, we Bef- read the tea leaves. But before they had the punch and pie, yes. that was that's the after. Well, the pie and then the punch. The punch is always last. That, good call. Um, so here's the thing. There is, I mean, there has been, there, there, nobody has said that they're not going to continue the Marvel Netflix thing. But Disney is not known to share all that well. Right. And it's we already know they're pulling all of their MCU stuff mm-hmm. off of Netflix uh, and exclusively leaving that on Disney streaming service. So well, they're still releasing stuff on Netflix. They just put out uh, Black Panther and mm-hmm. Infinity War. Yep. Both. But the Disney streaming service doesn't launch for a while. Right. So we got in, in late 2019. Here's what I'm saying. What I would be watching out for is for if, if we see another property get canceled. Mm-hmm. Then I think we know that it, we're looking at the end of the Netflix MCU. Probably, yeah. Um, if we see renewals uh, outside of what's going, what happens next, I think is going to be what's, what's going to tell us. And then they can fold D'Onofrio into the MCU. Oh, 
God, please. Finally. Please give me some damn kingpin. Uh, by the way, Friday, so the day after this drops, will be when Punisher season three drops. Ooh. And I'm yes. mostly just watching for Vincent D'Onofrio. Airman. Wait a minute. Season no, no, three? No, 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 no. Did I not watch season two? Daredevil. That's the one with the Daredevil season three. What did I say? Punisher. Oh, I'm sorry. I got, real oh, I got real excited, sorry. but then also real upset at the same time because I was like, when the fuck did I miss season two? My fault. Sorry. Daredevil season three. Did I three. black out for three months? Yes, but that, that has nothing to do with this. <laughs> you and me both live. <laughs> also, I also, told yes. you not to do all of that tequila and ayahuasca. <laughs> and I told you not to give me any ayahuasca. But you did, Liz. You did. It was a magical spiritual journey, bitch. <laughs> Up next. I'm going to keep moving right through here. I always get nervous when I have to be the straight man. <laughs> I that always means get two nervous. Things. I, I have to be well, the actually, straight man. Well, actually, I'm a ter- I'm a terrible straight man for so many reasons. Uh, <laughs> up next, speaking of which, Ryan Coogler. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just saying I would not kick him out of bed for eating crackers. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> so, in news that will shock absolutely no one, Disney and Ryan Coogler have decided to get together and do Black Panther two. I'm not going to lie. Like you put this on as one of our news stories to cover this episode. And I was like, that's not news. Like, (laughs) Hey, you know, that thing that was super successful. They're going to do it again. (laughs) Yeah. Actually I have in my notes here, but the snap, uh, also, the Sun Rose and the FGS crew drank whiskey were my two <laughs> other notes to go along with the level of, of shocking. I see what you did there. Okay, very good. Uh, 700 million domestic, 1.3 billion with a B billion worldwide. Uh, Disney was not going to not gonna just let, let Coogler get away. They're However, like, good show, mate. Uh, Coogler, though, uh, usually they announce sequels for this stuff before, like like week one. They just go ahead and announce yeah. the sequel. Yeah. This actually has gone on for a while, and it turns out Coogler, uh, Disney came up and said, so you're going to do a sequel? And Coogler said, mm, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. So any zeros on that check? Excuse me. There are not enough zeros. <laughs> like, I'm going to need you to write down a different number. What number would you like? Mm-hmm. Add James Gunn's money to my money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, and then we can heard y'all freed up a lot of salary in the budget. <laughs> yeah. You know, I can do other projects too. Like, I will give you another one. But you see this check? Yeah. This check is not. It's not. Black Panther check. <laughs> I need Black Panther two check. Yeah, I need to. I need to be able to literally buy and open Wakanda. <laughs> and so I actually. I also was also thinking about. Uh, I have a feeling. Well, I'm sure the man. I'm sure the man got a lot more money and deserved every penny. I have a feeling there also was a couple things about. Now listen. You remember when y'all wanted to put British accents on the Wakandans? Oh Lord. <laughs> y'all aren't allowed to talk while I make this next movie. Right. So you're gonna give me a giant dump truck of money, and then you're gonna go away and I'll let you know when I'm finished. So uh, that's that's how I'm assuming that went down. Yeah. Uh, you'll, I'm betting we will see Black Panther show up around 2020 or 2021. Um, there, He's at Kugler's currently working on another project and when that gets done he's going to start the writing. So you can figure it'll hit about 2020, 2021. We won't. That should put it late phase four uh, or maybe mid phase four. I'd say mid to late. Yeah. So we'll we'll see we'll see where that goes and what all's going on with it. Uh, but they haven't announced the slate of movies beyond uh, Avengers four, mm. whatever that is. So um, I know that the title leaked, and I'm for Avengers four, and I'm actively avoiding it. So oh, it did. Yeah, uh, apparently our man Mark Ruffalo uh, oh, cannot hold water. That's a joke. Is it? That's a complete oh, yeah. no, joke. No, no, no. That that. See, that I saw him, then I avoided it. Was it was all staged. Okay. It was a bit. Okay. Like they were doing a bit. That's fine. I like. I, I literally did not. I saw it and I didn't look at it because I don't want to. 
I don't want to. As it is, I hate. I hate. I, I have to watch way too many trailers as part of this job. Well, if it was a bit, what was it? Is it a joke? Is it a video? Yeah, Mark Ruffalo accidentally, quote unquote, let the title, I guess, slip while on uh, Fallon. Yeah, Fallon was like, "So what's the title?" He was like, "Oh, I guess I can t- just tell you guys. It's Avengers." And he, he's talking, and they bleep it out. Oh. And he goes, and this happens, and he like it's just a bunch of him being bleeped out. Oh, I see. That's funny. that's very funny. But then, somebody but, did go through and like remove the bleeps from the video, like with software. Yeah. And I mean, he said something, but I don't think that he said anything real in front of three hundred people in the audience. Right. Right. That were reacting live. You know, I think that it was just a joke. But what he said was. Avengers, the last Avenger, mm. which people thought, well, first Captain America was the Captain America, the first Avenger, and then we're ending with the last Avenger. Or the last Jedi is another play on who's making right. a joke, whatever. All right, whatever. Uh, I'll wait for the official announcements and stuff. I'm already, already all the way in here. Who the fuck is that? <laughs> he seems like a son of a bitch to me. <laughs> I think it looks. I think it looks good. Scared the shit out of me. I was like, I was like, where? Who got in the studio? I'm still here, guys. I'm this still is right. Secure I'm, building. I am literally. Liz is downstairs, and then it's not secure at all. Uh, listen, she just holds the door open for like groups of strangers. I did not hold the door. I tried to shut the door. Oh, hi! So good to see you, man. It's good to see you as well. Dude, we had to. So we record on Tuesday nights, and so I have reached out to Oral. I think. Like a half dozen times. And I feel so bad. Well, I honestly, like, I was convinced. Can I be really straight with you? I was convinced that you didn't want to come back on. No, not at all. Because every time I was like, hey, we got to, you want to come on? And you're like, no, I'm washing my hair. I'm like, oh, okay. I've never seen uh, that. And I'm like, you want to uh, come in? Like, I got to take my cat to the vet that day. Yeah, I'm washing my kittens. Yeah. I got to. Actually, have used that as an excuse to not go on a date before. Ooh, I had a girl who, 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 uh, Told me no for a date for that same reason. Yeah. yeah. I literally, I legitimately had a batch of foster kittens and they needed a bath. <laughs> I was like, look, I got, I got responsibilities. I don't know. If that, I don't think and she was. I think she just didn't want to go out with me. And I'm unmarried at 30. Well, I don't know if kitten washing was going to be the guy that. Anyway, so, <laughs> uh, so Oral is here because uh, if you're Orlando geek, you got it. You got it. No Oral. Right. Uh, Did you just call me a slut? I think he just fucking <laughs> called me a slut. Well, if I was going to call you a slut, I'd say everybody knows Oral because he's a slut. Like that would be. Right. That would be. And that would be fair. I'm, <laughs> that would be fair. <laughs> it would, I mean, I'm just going to come straight for it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not so, that bad. Uh, you've got, you've got uh, the podcast, of course, Flame On. Uh-huh. Flame mm-hmm. On. It's a gay nerdy podcast. Oh, We've my been God. doing it for over five years, if yeah, I'm not mistaken. Yeah, oh, man. my God. Yeah, he's been going like seriously. Like we're we're sitting here, we're sitting here. How many how many years have been doing this now? Just over three. Just over three, yeah. and we're like, you know, we're feeling like we've been around for a minute. And then it all comes down and she tells, tells us to get off his lawn. No, uh, you <laughs> actually got a studio. Like uh, sometimes for I the know moment, people. Oh, like this is a wonderful studio. It's a palatial. It's literally a room like off somebody's adjacent closet or whatever. <laughs> Or like a dining room. This is like a legit studio. Well, this is a great time for us to remind our listeners and anybody else out there who might be interested in doing podcasting. Our studio is available for rent, uh, mm-hmm. very, very, very reasonable prices. Yes, because uh, we gotta we gotta pay them bills. So uh, if you're looking for a studio to use for once or twice or how long, come on in. We want to build a, a podcasting community. It is That's it is true. affordable. We'll say that we're actually we're, we just we mostly want to support the local community. Um, I don't think the podcast ever makes enough for me to be able to tell my wife. I'm quitting and going full time into podcasting. So uh, what's that, what was that so show? What was that show that we talked about recently where uh, 
the guy like basically like d- does just that. Like, oh, Zach Braff. <laughs> yeah, Zach Braff. Like, yeah, yeah. Quits and, and just goes. To Actually, dives terrible news. That show failed after the first season. Oh, yeah. that's not. Oh. <gasps> yeah, well, she was. Wait, where's the shotgun? <laughs> what? Yeah, that that actually spoke to both the podcasting community and <laughs> me personally. Oh. Uh, so we are conveniently located just 10 minutes from a comic shop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Down the street and around the yeah. corner. So mm-hmm. what are you doing at a comic shop? What is your official like role slash title? Because you're doing everything over there. So I am the manager, but we're so small. Like we're like a family. So uh-huh. I, I. So they make you work way more than they're supposed to. I'm sorry. I'm trying. To, I'm, trying to, I'm not trying to block your spot. I'm sorry. No, it wasn't that. It's I was actually. I was projecting my own history. He's like, he's like, well, I was projecting well, my own history. So, well, so you I know, didn't say it. Some wounds. <laughs> some wounds cut so deep. Just, you just, just. You know. You just. You go home and you decide dinner is whiskey and chicken nuggets, <laughs> or Man, wine and chicken nuggets. You were so poor. You had sleep for dinner. I had. <laughs> Al's got to drink the whiskey and his kids get the chicken nuggets. Who the hell said whiskey and chicken nuggets was a bad dinner? Can we bucket out of that real it's quick? It's not. You know, if you get if you get the whole gray ones, you feel you feel less bad in life. Let me tell you, I felt real, real bougie the other night because I had uh, a package of one of those like like nor like core uh, broccoli and cheddar pasta sides uh-huh. and a bottle of Sauvignon Blanc. Ooh, you know what? You complimented really- just. Mwah. So nicely. I the fake powdered cheese and the, the again the tartness. I'm the great grape. with this. I don't see the problem. I get some booze and some delicious carbs. Let's do this. Anyway, the point here is, uh, so you've got you've got a karaoke deal going down. Yeah. So um, a little like baseball, but. A comic shop. Been there for years. We opened the Geek Easy, which was Orlando's first. 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 Nerdy gay, bar, uh, well, nerdy gay bar is. I mean, it, when I'm there, it's very nerdy. Like, uh, like unofficial. But it, unofficial I think, nerdy I think, gay bar. I think the nerdy bar, the gay thing was not necessarily yeah, like. No, it just showed up. But like, it was it the just first nerdy up. bar. That's generally um, what we do. Uh-huh. <laughs> I showed up. I'm like, oh hey, everybody. <laughs> oh, you know, don't worry about it, girl. Come on in. <laughs> um, and so, like, we've been there for a couple of years. In February, we actually sold the bar to a wonderful person. What? We sold it to a wonderful person. He's done uh, a lot of improvements. There's a like a retro gaming lounge, so we have like those um, emulators, so you can play any console you want. Um, have y'all not been a- in a while? No. We Ooh. We put in a second bathroom. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh, now you're getting real bougie. <laughs> Feeling yourself. Um, and the store literally moved. To the left. We did a jump to the left, what? so the old tattoo shop. And then a step to the right? And then a step to the right. I okay. do that step to the right you, when I'm just like... Did you put your hand on your hips? I always put my hand up on my hip. Okay. And when I dip, you dip. We oh, dip. Ooh, I'll dip. Ooh. Oh, sorry. I'll, I'll dip. I, I thought we were looking volunteers. Let, so me, so let me tell you, I went, I went to the Geek Easy recently, and I hadn't been in such a long time that I walked into a comic shop, and we walked straight to the back, like, and we pulled back the curtain, and we were like, uh... Uh-huh. So... But, um, <laughs> so what's, wait, what's... What's back there now? Nothing. Nothing. So oh, the so store, the whole front the, half of the store. Yeah. It's been way too long since I've been down there. Yeah. So the store moved to the left. Yeah. And now we are just a store, and anything back there is either the bathroom 
or our office and storage area, which is literally just chaos incarnate. Um, <laughs> the Geek Easy, the back kind of looks the same. They expanded the stage. They put in new speakers. There, there are better lights now. I host karaoke there Mondays from 7 to 1 and Fridays from 8 to 2. Um, so the days that I don't work in the store, I work at the bar um, hosting karaoke and vice versa. And my one day off is Sunday, which is why it's really hard for me to schedule anything at all. And I'm just like, oh, I like Al. Al and I had a lot of fun. We should. Oh, no. <laughs> Let me see if I can. My own mother, I'm just like, hey, she's like, are you coming to visit me? I'm like, oh, mama, it's not in the cards this week, but I'll catch you next week. If you need anything at all, though, if there's an emergency, you let me know. Otherwise, you can feel free to find me I either can, the comic yeah. shop uh, or karaoke nights. Let me see if I can pencil you in. <laughs> Al, it's been a minute since we've had a good karaoke night. I, I don't know that I've ever had a good karaoke <laughs> night. I don't know if you've heard me sing. Uh, What's your go-to? You and, you and me and the three make. You and me and the bottle makes three tonight. Yep, yeah, That's yep. One. Yeah, pretty much all of my. I realized at one point that every karaoke song that I sing with any regularity, when I sang karaoke with any regularity, mm-hmm. were all alcohol themed. Sure. All of sure, sure. You sing. You sing about what you care about, what you're passionate about. You sing from your soul, and for me, that's just booze. It turns out. Mm-hmm. Uh, since There's alcohol. Mm-hmm. Might there's suggest. that other song, Alcohol. Uh-huh. Both of the songs, Alcohol. Yeah. yeah. If you guys ever want like a really <laughs> chill night with me, come Mondays. Mondays is a blast. It's really intimate. Like people are, you know, singing, dancing, having a good time. Oh, intimate. Like, like, are we like crooning on Mondays? Are we like, you yeah. know what? Sometimes we croon. Mm. Sometimes we do croon. You, do you have you and me in the bottle mix through tonight? Yes. Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Does uh, the Geek Easy sell liquor yet? Um, we sell beer and wine and wine-based spirits. And cider. Li- and cider. But liquor licenses are I'll, very oh expensive. Yeah. I like cider. Yeah, but it's going to take... I got to get I gotta get to a certain level of drunk, and I don't think cider's going to get me there. So you pregame with some SoCo. That, take a lift. You'll be fine. Do you not drink beer? I don't like beer. Yeah, this side of the table is anti-beer. We have had... I don't like wine either. And, and you know what? Lately, hate it even more. I don't know why. I just I'm got a, a bad taste for it lately. I'm a, a whiskey shooting, beer drinking son of a bitch. Nice. How do you not? <laughs> who also loves gas station sandwiches and foie gras? I'll do it on the same day. <laughs> How do you not I like, like beer? beer? Okay, but do not ever get a foie gras gas station sandwich. No, um, like, that's that's where you got to draw the line. That's true. No, she's not wrong. I uh, got, oh, you lived in Hawaii for a while. I did? Hawaii 7-Elevens. <laughs> Spam sandwiches. Say spam sandwiches. Oh, yeah. Not only do they have spam sandwiches, but what's the little thing called that's like, it's like rice with spam on it and like seaweed. Yes, musubi. It is literally like, like spam sashimi. What? It is a hunk of spam on top of some rice wrapped up in some seaweed paper. I'm, I'm about that. I'm about that. Oh yeah. No, it's, it's delightful. Do not get me wrong. When I was in, when I was in South Korea uh, teaching, there was a teacher appreciation thing they do. And so the school that I was working for, they came through and they asked both the foreign teachers and the lo- and, and the, which is us. We, we were the foreign teachers. Right. <laughs> and the local teachers, uh, they said, hey, you guys can either have uh, a box of steaks or a box of spam. Which would you like? And every single Korean teacher, bar none, got a box of spam. Was it the black label one? Because that's the nicest. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was the good. Oh, see, no. Wait a minute. You take the steaks. Oh hell yeah! I took the steaks. You fucked up. You (laughs) fucked up. My friends taught in South Korea. I'm not. I'm not about that life. (laughs) No, you get the. There's different levels of spam. Uh huh. Yeah. So what is like one like less parts? You haven't had black black label. (laughs) I've never had black label spam. You're you're fine. (laughs) 
Is there like gold label spam? Like is it like what? Yeah. It's like so, Johnny Walker. I'm you got the blue label. Yeah. It's like Crown Royal. They got all kinds. I have always kind of like done that thing where you turn your nose up at something for sure. no good reason. Like people who refuse to play risk. Um, oh. But I, <laughs> I tried spam. What a specific sp- reference. You'd be surprised. You'd be. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with you. I am with you all. Go ahead. Um, but. I recently decided, you know what, like, let's just have spam. Like, all these chefs are talking about it. And I, as a child growing up, like, I would eat, like, corned beef and rice, which literally comes out of a can. I eat salmon out of a can. I'm sorry. The description on this says the spiced hammiest of the spam varieties. Mm -hmm. Hammiest is not an adjective. Uh, It is in South Korea on the black label spam. The spiced hammiest. If you would like to send me black label spam, please do so. Uh, Listen, my grandmother. <laughs> used, my grandmother used to make me spam and Miracle Whip sandwiches, so I know. Yep, I know that yep. life. <laughs> yep, <laughs> yep. I'm I'm all about it. I'm, oh. I am not. How did we get here? I don't. Let me give you World uh, War Two. Let me give actually. you an Alabama uh, treat because I grew up in some very uh, rural Alabama. Tell <laughs> me what town. Tell me the name of the town. Arab. And yeah. Stop it. Yeah. Yeah. Arab. Uh, they hate. Nope. It. No, 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 yes. It's pronounced Arab. Correct. Well, at least in part of the no, town. That's how you pronounce it because originally it was Arad, but the people that created the town were illiterate and they wrote the D backwards. Stop that's it. And that, ladies and gentlemen, yeah. is the most Alabama thing uh, I have ever heard. America. So you, you take the spam and you cut it, you cut it thin. Like, not like lunch meat thin, but, but like bologna thin. Mm-hmm. You throw it in the frying like pan. Like Oscar Mayer bologna or like yeah, 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 deli yeah. counter bologna? No, like no, Oscar, Oscar Mayer. Okay. It's got to have some sustenance yeah. to it, right? Okay, all right. You throw it in the frying pan and you heat it up and it starts curling. Yep, and then you pour, you put the condiments inside of it and eat it like a like a an, spam taco. Yeah, like you know, a spam hors d'oeuvre type thing. Oh my, I gotta do that. There you go. You know, I was <laughs> trying to figure out what I was gonna do for dinner, but you know, let's be real. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to like a Walgreens that's open. I'm gonna get some spam and I'm gonna make it happen. Works with bologna too. Some little spam tacos, some spacos. Nope. <laughs> nope. 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 No. 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 The spiced hammiest of so all podcast episodes. Let's. Uh, I'm, I'm not. <laughs> getting hungry i have yeah no actually my appetite completely gone uh i'm good <laughs> bologna tacos sorry i'm ah. good i like bologna though let's talk comics can we talk comics yeah, yeah comic let's talk comics so and also more deli meats because i'm a bougie hoe <laughs> and all my life i had some fights and i make too much money in my life to just get regular Publix. have you had meat. pork roll <laughs> yes <laughs> I we're about pork roll on this show. We're about we're about pork roll on this but show. Nobody's brought any in yet. Oh yeah. Oh. Well, I got it. I already went to yeah. the. I already. I already went to the home. Well, of, somebody needs to bring in like a like an electric skillet or something so that we can like cook it. But there's no vent in here, so I'm pretty sure that's a fire. That'd be, that'd be a terrible that's idea. A total code this, violation. Forget well, code violation. This room will smell. Excuse <laughs> you, because. Oral's about to get on his soapbox about lunch meat, and I am I'm si- sorry. I'm sitting over here like with bated breath. I'm My sorry. Th- you know what? That's no, no. I'll right. get a drink, and I want to hear all about what you feel about deli meat. Okay, so here's the thing. I once said, you know, I have to stop shopping at Publix. Not because Publix is bad. It's the you know closest store to my house, but I live downtown, so there are also like wonderful, like small family-owned Asian markets. Right. I'm like I could do all of my shopping there. But then Boar's Head is <laughs> not at any of those locations. And you can spend the extra $3. They're like, Oral, really? 
you're not good. You're too good for us <laughs> and the rest of this people, uh, the rest of the people in the house. You know, you just you can't just get Publix like the rest of us. I'm like, no, I can't. No, because growing up, we always ate everything that was on sale. So, mm-hmm. you know, and you know what? It was it, it worked. That was childhood. My right. mother made it happen. Mm-hmm. But now I can afford it. Right. I don't care. Listen, you, you walk your neighbor's dog, you do what it takes to get those extra $3 a week, mm. and you go <laughs> boar's head. Treat yourself. I Treat I, yourself. <laughs> I told my roommate, I'm like, you know, I really, I should start, you know, going to farmer's markets and doing all these things. I'm just spending so much money at public. He's like, don't you dare cry poor mouth when you eat boar's head. <laughs> Nothing but Treat boar's yourself. head. <laughs> By oh, the Lebanese See, there, bologna? Oh, my God. So there is, oh, my God. You and my mother would get along so well. There is an article, if you look, it's a very, very old article on Cracked. It's written by John Cheese, and he and it's like, oh, the, yeah. like the top 10 things that you, like you carry with you if you grew up poor. Mm-hmm. And I'm yeah. pretty sure I have all of them on me. Yep. Go ahead. <laughs> I, I mean, I can't rattle them off. Oh, okay. but it was, it, like, it was, I keep he, them in the center console in my car. Right. right. So, know, but, it, but it says things like like you still eat canned vegetables and prefer the taste, even though everyone knows that they're garbage. <laughs> I love some cream salad corn, and I will fight you. I will fight you. Cream salad corn is delicious. <laughs> There's been times when for dinner I have made... Canned corn, I throw it in a frying pan with some butter and a lot of salt and pepper, and I have fried, oh, so good. fried corn. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> so when I was uh, uh, when I was in college, and we were stupid poor, um, we used to, I remember I worked at the RDV Sportsplex. I'm going to confess to a crime right here. Oh, boy. I don't even give a shit. Ooh. I worked at the RDV Sportsplex and the little kids there, the, working with the kids. And uh, uh, Tell me you stole Uncrustables. Yeah, keep going. Tell me you stole Uncrustables. I did not. Oh, well, yes, I have stolen Uncrustables, <laughs> but not, not in this instance. Uh, but what I did was uh, we were so poor at that point. Uh, with There was five of us living in a three-bedroom house with uh, two dogs and a cat. Mm-hmm. It smelled Exactly like you're picturing, mm. but uh, mm-hmm. I actually stole the giant rolls of toilet paper. Mm. You know, like when you oh, go I've in, like, there. the big. So I swiped the whole damn thing. The big one ply. The big, big, big one ply, mm-hmm. and that thing sat on the back of the toilet, and because there was nowhere else to put it, and you actually couldn't sit back on the toilet because the toilet paper took up too much. So you had to like, and then. And you this to, is a really intimate story. I'm this is no, and from that moment though, from that moment when I finally escaped that level of poverty to my current level of poverty, uh-huh. which is just your basic paycheck to paycheck student loan debt poverty. No, no, no. We are adults now. We don't live paycheck to paycheck. We live direct deposit to direct deposit. Very good. Thank you. You're absolutely right there. <laughs> uh, one place I never, I refuse to, I refuse to skimp on, no matter what, is on my toilet paper. Ooh. I won't do it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. I am charming, motherfucker. There you go. And I don't go. give a oh, you're damn. You're still slumming it. No, I, you, whoa. I no. refuse. Rude. No. Cotton Rude. L. Oh, my God. Shut mm-hmm. your goddamn mouth. What do you mm-hmm. use? Charmin Ultra Soft. Ugh. Oh, no. No, you might as well use Scott's. I use Charmin Ultra Strong. Oh, we're going to. Mm-hmm. That's fine. We're going to fight. You and I mm-hmm. are going to fight. Mm-hmm. Cotton L. What the hell's wrong with you? I refuse mm-hmm. to buy off-brand cereal now. I'm like, that's like when I. When Not I, doing the bag how, cereal? How you know you've really made it is, uh, you know, I'm like, I'm going to get. Lucky Charms, not Marshmallow Magic or whatever. <laughs> All right, this was really important. Let's talk about comics. This was really important. Um, so I don't know if you know this, but uh, Bruce Wayne 
was indecent I, a we little d- while ago. We did yes. an entire 15-minute segment about Batman's penis. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this is what's he's, uh, he's circumcised. That's yeah. Uh, yeah. Big takeaway from that. Uh, medium-sized takeaway from that was that he's circumcised. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this will do. Uh, <laughs> well, but look at the rest of what that's attached to. Yeah. Batman damned is, to me, it brings me such glee because. I don't know why. if that's what they were going for. <laughs> here's why. You know, when you sell comic books, you're like, oh, this creative team is coming together. Everything they do is really, like, smart. It may not always be the, like, the, the biggest thing, but it's always going to be solid. Uh-huh. Everyone should, when some, when you're local comic she, uh, comic shop keep tells you to put something on your poll, you should do it. Especially if they're like, hey, like specifically, I know what you like. Hey, okay, so p- time out. You used a lot of words there that folks that don't frequent comic shops are not going to understand. Oh, okay, so, sorry. That's okay. Slang. So, um, sometimes at comic book stores, you can subscribe to not just one series, but um, as many as you want. And you should come in every two to three weeks to pick them up. Otherwise, mm-hmm. we're just holding hundreds of dollars worth of merchandise mm-hmm. and thinking about burning the place down because fuck it. We all have bills. <laughs> we all have bills. And I don't give a fuck that you went to Megacon and bought some kunai when you knew you had these books. You had these books. You had these books. Now so? you want to catch these hands. <laughs> I have literally told someone, <laughs> I will buy your books myself, <laughs> walk to your house, and burn them in front of you, and then feed you the ash. So, sometimes so, the people so, so pick up your books. Yes. So, sometimes people will say, hey, you know, like, I want this, I want that. You can pre-order things. They'll show up explicitly for you. You can pick them up. It is great. I fought four weeks to get people to subscribe to this. But it's oversized. It's magazine size. There's no, I don't have a bag and board for it. It's seven dollars. What's a bag and board? Um, it's a protective slip to you know keep mm. all of your comics like a clear in. envelope that you put the magazine, they put yeah. the comic in. Okay. Oh, um, Dan's gonna Dan's gonna give a, a visual. Yes. Oh, all right. A bag cool. and cool, board. Cool, cool. Um, Great. So the thing is, Batman Dam comes out. Uh huh. And it's moving somewhat quickly. And then it's moving very quickly. Uh huh. And then we're about to run out. And so we, you know, put in a reorder for it before it does. It is now sold out. That and it's book, now censored. Yes. And it's uncensored. That book is now worth $60 in oh, decent wow. condition. If it's in near mint condition, you can easily get seventy five eighty. If you have both the um, main cover and the variant, like the B cover, right, um, you can get a hundred and twenty for it. That's Bad fast. People. people still call me like a month later, looking for this book. And um, do you remember the movie Cool Runnings? Yes. Yep. Okay. <laughs> do I? <laughs> 
You mean you what's playing at home right now? <laughs> <laughs> remember that? Until I'm home. That movie babysat me for like eight years. Um, you know that scene when Doris goes, it's like, you know, I would like to offer you uh, an amazing opportunity to sponsor the first Jamaican bobsled team. And all of the businessmen and women start laughing. I'm very polite on the phone, and as soon as I hang up, I am one of those people. <laughs> I cackle. The biggest thing in comic books right now is Batman Damn. So let me ask this. Mm. Aside from the penis, how is the actual story? How's the comic? It's a solid story. If you think of it as like an Elseworld tale, you know, sure. like different universe, doesn't have to be in continuity. Screw continuity. I actually mm-hmm. don't care about continuity. It is, it is fun. It's not necessarily Different in the sense where we've seen like gritty takes on Batman before. Gritty right. takes on Batman aren't hard. I shouldn't say hard to do. They're hard to do well. Right. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to see where it goes. The problem is, is that DC kind of buckled and they decided not to do second prints. Mm-hmm. Um, but originally they said they were going to do second prints because you always do second prints. Second prints mean more money, but they were going to censor it. Which is awful because we just got out of, you know, hey, let's do like uncensored covers. Let's, you know, the comic legal defense right. fund where you fight mm-hmm. censorship, where you make sure that people aren't like taken advantage of like creators. Yeah. Um, and so now you're completely backing up on what this line could be. Right. And um, it's frustrating because like we as retailers will get behind a book if you tell us to get behind a book. If, if, if the creative team is there, if the idea is sound, we will push a book like no one's business. Especially if it's it's launching a, a line, a new line. And they they caved. And so now the line, which is like DC like black label, which could be anything, like mm-hmm. the sky's the limit. It is now you playing a video game that says, oh, you know, we're open world, and you hit that first invisible wall. Final mm-hmm. Fantasy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm looking you at you, Final mm-hmm. Fantasy. Oh, my God. 13? Mm-hmm. 13. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you may not be able to see it, but there are barriers, and it's, it's really sad. Open world. But we just, we don't, we don't know what's going to happen. The second issue's been pushed back. Um, well, and now, you know, the creative team behind it, there was an interview with them that said that they kind of regret it wasn't the creative team. I thought it was it, the creative team that we because I read that article. Was that not them? Uh, it was, it's, I think it was like Dan DiDio and I think it was Jim Lee, mm. but um, Azarello and Bermejo. Azarello don't give a fuck about anything. <laughs> he was the one who put uh, Batgirl and Bruce in a relationship and the Killing Joke. Oh really? Like he wrote he wrote the Killing uh, the joke the animated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wrote yeah. parts we didn't like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so like. They're like, oh, we want to, you know, we feel like this controversy takes away from um, the comic, you know, the, the the story, comic right. and the story and mm-hmm. the label itself. And really, no, you deciding not to stand your ground, which we, it might have just been Warner Brothers saying you're going to do. Yeah, that. I don't know if you've met Warner Brothers or not, but <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, Warner Brothers <laughs> money is you and everyone you ever loved disappear and nobody ever looked for you. Right. Warner Brothers, mm-hmm. got that, Warner Brothers got that old money. Um, but it was it. <laughs> It happens in comic books. That's a shame. It happens. But if you, um, for those of you thinking, oh, how do I get my hands on this book? Look on eBay. And whatever <laughs> price they tell you you need to pay, you should pay it. Because it's never going to be printed again. Wow. All right. 
Uh, hey, everybody, do you guys carry anything from Caliber Comics? Caliber? Yeah, it's a small independent little comic shop. We got we had a guy on here. The sh- uh, did you just comic hipster him? No, no, no. <laughs> I'm actually trying to. No, we talk about the shepherd. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Because um, the shepherd was, uh, as a, we, we actually had the creator on a little while ago, and I was wondering if he if it was showing up in a comic shop yet. I just I, the way you approach it was like, I mean, it's this really indie. Like you probably never heard of it. Like, no, you just, that was, you just, oh, that's not what I was just trying to do. Hipster comic. I was oral. <laughs> no, I sorry. Sometimes when I cock my head to the side and my eyes go blank, I think I'm a Persicom, and I'm trying <laughs> to like chobits my way through it. But really, um, we are we're a store that loves local. Um, and independent creators. Uh, if, if it was up to my boss and I, we'd be reading the most like weirdest esoteric stuff, and we would carry it. But really, what it comes down to is only we so gotta, much room on the shelf. We got to make sure there's room on the shelf. We got to mm-hmm. keep these lights going. And like we're yep. lucky because we're a super popular store. I'm really proud of us. We work really hard to cultivate a community. Um, but you know. I like reading humanoid stuff. Humanoid is super expensive. Like um, the Incal or uh, Meta Barons by, um, is it Giger? I think, think Meta Barons was Giger. Um, I believe you. Don't write me. <laughs> don't at me if I'm wrong. Don't at me. There's a lot going on in this head, and I've had some whiskey. Um, but, like, there's a lot of things that, you know, Everyone thinks that comic books are either, you know, um, stuff you see on on TV, Marvel, DC. If you read comic books, you know Image, and that's it. But comic books is so like wide and varied, and they do like right. you know satire. They they do like really heartfelt things. They do um, retellings of the Odyssey or the Iliad, and it can be you know it it can be anything. It's yeah. a medium, right? But it's um, to have like a limited scope is is really damaging for everyone across the board because right, right. a lot of great stories, you know, you and I will never hear or read because you know it's a small person, like a small independent company. It might just be like a person who self published and now goes right. to cons trying to like sell these books, and um, it's unfortunate because um, Al, you're you know of an older persuasion. Uh, you you remember Valiant, right? Valiant Comics. Uh, yeah. So Exo Man of War, yep. Harbinger. Uh-huh. I really wanted to, I really wanted to say no, but uh, yeah, no, I'm very familiar with it. Yeah, I love I love Valiant. Valiant came back a couple of years ago, like came out swinging. They put out some of the greatest stories. In the past couple of years, they've got uh, awesome writers like Jeff Lemire, Robert Venditti, who is writing Exo Manowar and writing Green Lantern at the same time. Wow. And they've got a Vin Diesel movie coming. Yeah. Valiant, for us, even though we have pushed it hard, doesn't mm-hmm. really sell. And it's frustrating because, you know, with the bigger two, the big two, Marvel and DC, People will give them a lot of slack. They can have bad story arcs. They can have and entire bad runs of things. Have a lot of those. Yeah. And people are just like, oh, yeah, like I read everything Spider-Man or I read everything Domino or I read everything Deadpool. doesn't matter if it's good or bad. Uh, a smaller like publisher will have like not even a bad run, a bad two issues. And I'm like, oh, it's not good. Oh, I don't care about that. And it, uh, it's just. Yeah. 
it's it's sad, and that's why, like, I think really smaller independent stores are super important because, you know, we'll take the risk and we'll carry, you know, a book that no one's ever heard of and we'll push it out. Right. Well, we got to, I got to show, we got to make sure I showed some love for uh, Shepard over at Caliber Comics, The Shepherd. Uh, Maybe we should hook these two kids up. I, 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 you know, I do. Let's I think, make this dream a reality. I think I'm going to have to. I'm going to send over, send her all over. Yeah. Uh, the copy. Let's take a look. You know. Please, I'd love it. Uh, okay. So, so aside from Batman's penis, uh, what else <laughs> are you looking at right now? <laughs> um, Tom King. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you for that. It's another Batman thing. Actually, it's a writer thing. Tom King, who wrote Vision for Marvel a couple of years ago, is now writing Batman. His Batman is probably the greatest run of Batman I have ever read in my entire life. Ooh. Wow. And Dad, um, are you just say that one more time for me? His run of Batman is probably the best run of Batman this is I King? have ever Tom King, yeah. He's also writing Mr. Miracle for DC. Ooh. Ooh, I've heard really good things oh, about yeah. that one too. Uh-huh. Yeah. We've got one more issue left, and that book is devastating. <laughs> um, and he's also writing the new DC event, it's his first big event which is Heroes in Crisis, which is, uh, if you yeah, know... Actually, I heard every DC crossover has to work the word crisis into it, yep. so that works out. Yeah, and They don't of, just have situations. <laughs> <laughs> instead of that Quagmires. Being, yeah. Um, kerfuffles. Yes, kerfuffles. Um, instead of that being, like, a massive universe, like, multi-dimensional event, it kind of reads like Identity Crisis, as in a very personal story. Tom King does... His bat, uh, I'll use his Batman as an example. He does Slice of Life, where, you know, Batman, and he thinks of himself as Batman, doesn't think of himself as Bruce, and, like, he's not the first person to do that. Right. Um, has these really bombastic things going around him. But that's not really what's important. Like, it's fun and it's interesting, but it's how Bruce relates to the wider Bat family, and how that informs his view on the world and how he fights crime. Um, there was this issue where Bane is coming to Gotham and Bruce is like, I'm not going to lose anybody. Like, we, uh, everyone needs to leave. I will handle Bane by myself. But instead of having this meeting in the Batcave and everyone in costume, they go to Batburger and they're sitting down and, like, Jason uh, Todd is there, Damon's there, Dick Grayson's there. Um, there's a, a new character who's really cool. He's going by the signal. His name is Duke. He's not a Robin, but he kind of is a Robin, but he's not. And they're all sitting down and they're having this like really important conversation. But Batman starts to eat a burger and he, <laughs> he brings out a knife and fork. And so like Duke, who's the newest to the Bat family, looks over and he says, is what? What is what is happening? Is this really happening right now? And they're like, "Oh, that's right. You've never seen this." Like, <laughs> meet the man who was raised by a British butler. Like <laughs> you, it's, and it's so smart. Like there are things and insights to Batman and his writing style that just astound me. And he used to work for the CIA. Like he, who did this? Tom uh, King. Tom King did. Yeah, he used to work for the CIA, and. Um, he always wanted to write comic books, and so he left and decided to start writing stories, and now he's writing one of the Trinity, which doesn't happen if you are, like, so-so. You have to yeah. work at it. What's the name what's, of the... What's the Trinity? 
Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. Oh, okay. They're, they are the Trinity. Okay. They are DC's holy Trinity. Mm. Actually, and there's actually a really good. There's actually a really good uh, story called Trinity mm. uh-huh. with the features of three of them and how they, I just that was actually one of my favorite. It's one of my favorite comic runs ever because I, I always love Batman when he is working alongside either Superman or Wonder Woman. That's when I think he's at his. What's the name of the run though? Of the, of the time is there just is just Batman or is there? Just, a, um, start uh, from Rebirth, but Batman. Um, I am Gotham is the first volume. I am Gotham. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna check this out. You, it is. I'm not gonna lie. The first couple of volu- the first two volumes are kind of weird. Um, Batman fights Kaiju um, in Night yes. of the Monster Men. It was a. It was, I don't. I'm good. I'm in. That sounds like that's actually the all. Best literally, comic you can skip everything else. <laughs> Batman fights Kaiju. Kaiju, by the way, the the giant uh, Japanese monsters. Yes, the Godzilla. Godzilla that's, is a Kaiju. Um, that's a Kaiju. Another. Um, DC person that people should read is Mark Russell. Um, he just came out with Lone Ranger. Never thought I'd be reading Lone Ranger. Like Hi Ho Silver? Yes. All right. Um, Mark Russell is the Jonathan Swift of comic books. Huh. He wrote, and I think it's the greatest book DC has put out in years. He wrote The Flintstones. And it's, if you want to. I'm confused. So DC owns Hanna Barbera. No, no, no. I, I, I follow all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it was, it wasn't, it wasn't the, the, the I just, I, I know what the Flintstones are as well. I'm familiar yeah. with Dino, Bam Bam, the whole family. I'm confused <laughs> by that being the best comic that DC has put out. Because it is a dark social satire on where we went wrong as a society at the dawn of civilization. It at is, the dawn of civilization. Yeah. It is Mad Men meets the Flintstones. Um, Fred and Barney, Water Buffalo Society, right? Uh-huh. Masonic Lodge. Right. It's not. It's actually a veterans group because they fought in the Paleolithic Wars and they deal with like um, reacclimating to society. They deal with PTSD, suicide prevention. Wow. Um, that book deals with politics, religion, marriage equality. Damn it. Consumerism. <laughs> All right. It's only two volumes. I was volumes. about to lose Al's a lot like of his time. Al's got like the biggest nerd boner over here. And a lot Mark, of money Mark, on Mark Russell. Comic. Mark Russell, yeah. So I, he said Flintstones and I'm like, I'm not, I'm not writing that down. I don't need to. Okay, so F-L-I-N. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, yeah, but da- how does that? <laughs> how, many, how many A's in Yabba? Um, all right. All right. I, I so totally there, folks, the, literally, I mean, there, you got, if you want Batman's penis, we got that. If you want Flintstones, we got that. Like, we're running the whole gambit here. Uh, check it out. Go visit a comic shop because they had it all. If you want Gambit, is there that? Gambit oh. is in Mr. and Mrs. X because Speaking he has married gambit. Rogue. They are married right. now. Mm-hmm. That was a wedding. Mm-hmm. That he was stole a, thing a wedding. That happened. He stole a wedding. Um, How good do you have to be? You have to be Remy Dame LeBeau. To yeah. steal a wedding. So I, I have a question for you guys. Is there anything you've ever wanted to ask like about comic books? I know you talk about comic books. You talk about like everything like geeky and nerdy. But like, is there something that you guys want to ask somebody who works at a comic book store? God, I think there's so much that I want to ask about comic books to the point that I don't even know what I... Like, because that's the one piece of geek that I feel is my... It's like... it. Like, think about a pie chart, but then that part is all, like, blurred out. Because uh-huh. I'm like... <laughs> I remember, like... Oral, if you were a, a female former roller derby girl who's gotten into a lot of travel, what book would you be reading right now? Oh, that's Asking for a friend. Yeah. That's Nobody hard. specific. Okay. Um, She's already read the roller derby comics. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Right. 
Yes. Yes, you have. Uh, <laughs> so, do you, does this person mm-hmm. like, um, like social sort of like mm-hmm. yes. issues? Okay. Oh, yes. <laughs> this person loves social issues. There are two books that I would recommend. She might wear a shirt that says, Ask Me About My Feminist Agenda. Okay, there are two books, that, <laughs> two series you definitely need. You want The Mockingbird? Yes. Yeah. 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 No. Come on. <laughs> um, has this person ever read Why the Last Man? No. 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 But she yes. Should. That is a definite. Yes. Mm-hmm. It is one of my favorite. It actually, that and Annihilation from Marvel brought me back into comic books after being gone for like 10, 15 years. Ooh. Um, so is def- this what brings me into comic books? Yep. Okay. Yes. So I'm just going to look at you. So you, you... <laughs> You need to read Why the Last Man. Uh-huh. They That's the letter uh, Y. Yes. Thank Which, you. Uh, is what happened when 99.9% of the Y chromosome dies out in people and animals. You're left with a guy named York and his trainer monkey, Ampersand. And you realize. Ampersand? Uh huh. Oh, God, it's already my favorite comic. There's <laughs> a monkey named Ampersand. Ampersand, yeah. And his name is York, like as in a last poor York. Um, I knew him well. Yeah. It's, it is great. And it shows you that like man's problems aren't just men's problems. They're human problems because like our society has been structured around the patriarchy and when all the men die, it falls apart unless you had things like more women in government or a co ed army. But your most of your doctors, your lawyers, your pilots, because they just plummet out of the sky, all dead. One of my favorite, like just one shot issues is um a former model who needs to find her new place in the world. Also, humanity screwed. It's over. Right. Um, I love fall of society scenarios. And, you know... Oral's on point, dude. Should have thought that was one sooner. Yeah. In a world without men where her beauty doesn't necessarily make her revenue, Mm. what is she to do? Mm. And she becomes the new definition of a a garbage man or a garbage person. Um, Sanitation engineer. Yeah, which is... um, all these bodies are rotten and they got to go somewhere. Oh no. And it's so, it's so cool. So I would definitely suggest that it's completely done. Um, Brian King Vaughn is an amazing writer. Mm-hmm. He, he writes saga. He writes paper girls, which is kind of like an all female version of stranger things. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, I would also suggest bitch planet. Written. <laughs> Go on. You have her attention, sir. Kelly Sue DeConnick. You had my interest, okay. and now you, you have my utopia. attention. <laughs> I'm going to want to hold your hand for this okay, when I right. tell you this. Okay. So, Bitch Planet is mm-hmm. this. Okay. Set in the not too distant future in a society, a rigid patriarchal society, where women who break the law or just don't please the men in their lives get shipped off planet to this penal colony. That has a name, but everyone calls it Bitch Planet, <laughs> and it's 70s exploitative and all about noncompliance. I love this so much. <laughs> issue one, a friend of mine read it, and before issue two came out, had already gotten a noncompliance tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> those, those are my two things, and we always put Why the Last Man and um, both by image. Image Comics. Mm-hmm. They gave you Spawn in the nineties mm-hmm. and the Max. Um, and, the and the Max. Max. I was gonna say that's where you know them from. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. If you're if you're old nerd, that's where you know them from. Um, 
They, I do know Spawn. They um, are great. They are smart. I will say this. Bitch Planet has a lot of production issues. Um, okay. Not, not the, that the quality drops. It's just Kelly uh, Kelly DeConnick is kind of notorious for going on these hiatuses. Okay. All right. Mm. But there are three volumes of Bitch Planet. Um, they do like a triple feature, kind of like a grindhouse sort of thing. Ooh, fun. Um, and like I said, five volumes of Why the Last Man, completely done. It'll fuck you up. <laughs> and then what's the run of Mockingbird? It was just called Mockingbird. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It really, to be honest, anything that's come out in the past, what, like at least five years with Mo- featuring Mockingbird mm-hmm. is just, she's such an awesome character. Yeah. yeah. She was, and she was, to be clear, I think. After Phil Coulson, the best thing about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. when she was on that run. You know why I hated Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Oh, there's so many good reasons. Which one are you picking? One, it was boring until... That's the best um, reason. Yeah. Uh, Civil War... No. Um, Winter Soldier happened. Right. But I couldn't last that long. And two, I hated Sky. And yep. they're like, oh, Oral, but wait. Like, the yep. Inhumans are coming. I'm like, oh, I love the Inhumans. Oral, but, like, Sky isn't Sky. I'm like... Oh, okay, just tell me who she is and, you know, I'll watch it. They're like, oh, she's Daisy. I'm like, she's Quake? I hate Quake. And if there are three people in the Marvel Universe I hate are Hank Pym, mm-hmm. <laughs> Daisy, yeah. and yeah. Janet Van Dyne. Oh, oh. Really? Janet Van Dyne's on there. I hate Janet. Why wow. do you? Why, okay, so I get the Where first two. Take? No, <laughs> she, I get the first two. What's yeah. Janet Van Dyne ever done to you? She keep, She comes across as really flippant to me. Okay. Um, and two, she set my favorite character, which is the Scarlet Witch, off some like homicidal tear because she reminded her that she had kids, but those kids weren't real. But she kind of made the kids so they are real and they still exist. House of M. House of M. Yeah. So, what did you think of Ant Man and the Wasp? I didn't watch it. <gasps> okay. I watched Ant Man and I thought that was very. Um, very entertaining, and I only needed to watch it once. Mm-hmm. But then you tell me Hank Pym and Janet are in something, I'm like, I'm good. You, it may be. <laughs> it's different. It is different characters. It is drastically different. Dra- I mean, drastically different. I have, a, I have a simple question. Here's my litmus test. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. No, he doesn't smack her and, around. And I'll, I will give you two givens. To me, the only interesting thing about Scott Lang was when Cassie died. Yeah. Um, and when she's alive, I don't really care. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> no, they I did think, not kill the little girl. <laughs> I think she's always written poorly and comes across as a nagging shrew, which is terrible to say, especially when you have Kate Bishop, who's also a part of the Young Avengers, who's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but is Hank Pym in it? Yeah. Is Janet Van Dyne in it? They both appear. I don't give a flying fuck. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. I'm saying that like this is hey, hey, that's a statement. No, no, that's fine. I, I will. I, this is all. I'm, this is all I will point out. But this is like asking if I'm trying to think of a good of a good. That's like saying uh, 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 yes, they're in it. But that's like asking if I can't. I'm trying to think of a good analogy here, and I'm coming up blank. Um, that's like saying that you're not going to watch Avengers because you don't like. Uh, 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 what's her name from How I Met Your Mother? No, I, I would... Colby Smulders? Yeah, Colby Smulders. No, I guess I guess my thing here is like, yes, they're in it, but they're not... That, that That's not... They're so principal characters. I should also tell you, I hate every version and iteration of Ant-Man and the Wasp. <laughs> they're, they're Apache Chief. 
They grow big, they grow small. They grow small, they grow big. They're gigantic. Giganta, well, there's the thing. They're not. They're both there, but they're not in any recognizable form. They both. Oh, you know what? This is like I would compare this to not liking, not wanting to read the book World War Z because you watch the movie World War Z. Uh, yeah. I don't. So, I, like, yes. I, I I don't like zombies. I don't do that. Well, my my point here is that the only thing those two things have in common is the name. Yeah. Like yes, that is also called World War Z. Those are not the same thing. Those zombies, are not the same thing at all. Zombies don't run, and they also don't stack on top of each other in a very fast way to reach a helicopter. I'm saying, like, and none of the plot exists. None of the, the plot book. exists. Like, they're technically named the same thing, and that's about where the comparisons end. And they so, both have zombies in them. Um, I, I'm, I'm not trying to, but uh, we got to go. All right. <laughs> Let's go. We're getting on some Joe Rogan timeline here. <laughs> well, actually, we're doing we're not doing terrible for us. Yeah, uh, good let's, for us. Let's let's hit the, let's hit our paid segments here. Uh, first, we have of course our book recommendation coming to you courtesy of thejlmo.com. Uh, thejlmo.com, a great place to go find uh, an incredible local blog for those of you who like local and blogs. Uh, you can also check out her uh, JLMO's fantastic assortment of writing. We, uh, as always, are still on book six. Watch day four hundred and eighty-seven. Uh, no big deal. The uh, log. Can we start a hashtag? Still waiting. Hashtag still waiting. Hashtag still waiting. The. Um, Book recommendation. Uh, so we appreciate, of course, all of our Patreon sponsors, and we appreciate JLMO. Uh, today's book recommendation, I'm coming at you. I'm actually coming at you with an oldie but a goodie here. Uh, the Magic of a Recluse. Were you, were you the one who brought this back up to me? I don't think so. No? Um, so this is the first book of the, the Saga of Recluse by Ellie Modsa Jr. This book is reaching back uh, quite old, a ways. Old school, yeah. Yes, sure. but it is a fantastic fantasy series uh, that has really got a lot going on. It's a really interesting system of magic. So if those are things you're interested in, really good characters, uh, good coming of age, all that kind of stuff. So uh, if you're looking for something new to read, check out the Saga of Recluse by Ellie Modsa Jr. I also, by the by, finished uh, Good Omens. I, know I, I mentioned it last week, but I finished Good Omens, and uh, yeah, if you like British, you're gonna love it. Um, it is, it I love is, that book. It is the most British. It's up there, like, like right after Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. If you like British? I mean, it is, it is very much. It's a very. There's a very dry British humor. Tea and crumpets. <laughs> pip pip. Wow. That's, I don't know. <laughs> That's uh, that was racist. So what? No. British that is not. British is not a race. Pre- prejudice. Cultural. I mean, you're stereotyping. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> I was. Was I? Was uh-huh. I? Was I appropriating? No. 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 no not. Accurate. <laughs> well, I never. Anyway, uh, but I if you declare, I'm, I'm clutching pearls over here. Oh, uh, my stars and garters. So, if you enjoy that kind of stuff, uh, you're gonna like that one too. So, uh, next up, we have our matchup here. We got uh, uh, this one. Whose idea was this? It was Oral's idea. Yeah. Oh, we, we had this is Oral's fault. Uh, our uh, matchup today, our celebrity death match. We we didn't go geek at all, but we let we let our guest pick Gandhi v Mother Teresa. Let's get it on. Dan, what are you thinking? <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking Gandhi's more flexible. Ooh. Okay. I think he's he'll. Uh, He'll move around a little you bit. Think better. He'll dulcim, he'll, 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 like, like dulcim style? Yeah, well, yeah. Hold it. You're, 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 you're hitting my spot there. Oh, my bad. Uh-oh. Yeah, because I'm looking at this like we got to compare these two characters to the closest thing we can think of, right? In the geek, in the geek realm. And, like, mm-hmm. you know, like he's, he's obviously dulcim. 
mm-hmm. from right. Street Fighter right. series. And, and Mother Teresa's white mage, so... So you have... You have well, she's not white mage. I'm going <laughs> to argue that point. <laughs> Go. Go. Okay, so here's the thing. Argue that point. <laughs> here's the thing. Anytime you have what looks like a weak wins an old lady, mm-hmm. she's actually just an absolute badass and you can't touch her. Uh-huh. All right. And while I'll acknowledge that, yeah, I'm absolutely Gandhi. Gandhi's Dawson. She pulls off that Hobbit and she's venom underneath. I'm saying, no, I'm <laughs> saying that she's, this is like, this is like, like, do you know, anytime old, anybody is a super old person mm. who has to get involved in a fight. Did you just call the, it a Hobbit? He did. I, I chose not to say anything. It's called a habit. Oh, whatever. Okay. I thought you said hobbit. That's how habit, hobbit, <laughs> whatever. Uh, it's I one just, vowel. <laughs> the but yeah. Who doesn't have a Frodo skin coat? Right. <laughs> oh, that's gonna be. I'm sorry. I stole. I agree- very short. I agreed way too fast. <laughs> no. Anytime you attack a super old person, they always are secretly a stone cold badass. Right. Well, right. then Captain Marvel's in trouble. Because she punched that old lady on the bus in the trailer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's going to come back to haunt her. Was it Mother Teresa? Yeah, I think I think that's what you're going to see happen. Uh, I think Mother Teresa is going to secretly have, like, some form of... She's got... She's got... What was that? What's the last spell you get in Final Fantasy? Midora? Yeah. Yeah. She's oh, got Midora. yeah. Dude, she's got Midora right there. She's got it. She's got it. That's Let's what I'm quick saying. Cast. That's why Mother Teresa is White Mage. She's got it with Quick Cast. White Mage too. gets Midora. No, White Mage yes. will give me... Yes! No! Yes! White Mage is a caster, primarily a healer, but White Mage is a caster, and yeah, White Mage get absolutely gets Meteora. Who gets 100%. Knights of the Round? 100%. I will put money on this. I'm not going to argue. I think I'll, I'll concede <laughs> the point. Uh, can we go ahead and jump, go look most, it up? That's the most passionate I've gotten. I was no, about no, to no. say, you're I, certainly the most passionate about it. I don't know if I, you're right. Listen, I could, I, my Final Fantasy knowledge ain't that deep. I could be wrong. But I think Mother Teresa wins this. Also, let's be honest. As yeah. soon as you leave Street Fighter 2, like the original Street Fighter 2, Dawson sucks. <laughs> True. <laughs> You're not wrong. He just sucks. You, are you looking this up? I'm, I'm looking. Well, you, you, okay. Uh, you what do you think? Really where, where are you coming down here? I'm going to go for the Mahatma. Because, the Mahatma. Because here's the thing. Mother Teresa is on her way to be a saint. Mm-hmm. Like an actual saint. She is right. a saint, right? Mm-hmm. I don't Did know they, if it's officially been officially. Oh, yeah, years ago. Okay. It is now oh, St. Teresa. So we're actually not even saying it, so right? We're saying Mother Teresa. Teresa. It's actually St. Teresa. Uh, I didn't do three miracles to be called uh, Mother Teresa. <laughs> that bitch had to you pull divine power. You haven't even seen my final power. four. <laughs> She's channeling divine power. She ain't final nothing form. but a paladin. I'm going ooh, for ooh. Gandhi, whose power came from within. It is an ape. Okay. It is unassailable. So we're taking we're, now we're talking monk versus paladin is what you're saying. Yes, I'm still a little offended that she ain't nothing but a paladin comment. But she ain't <laughs> nothing but a paladin. <laughs> All right. Yes, technically she's Saint Teresa of Calcutta. All right, Calcutta. Mm-hmm. Bohemia, Bohemia is, is dead. dead. <laughs> I want to thank you guys for that so much. Uh-huh. Oh my God, I have literal tingles right now. That was <laughs> such a beautiful moment. Um, I like that we got the timing right, too. That's really... Just wait till we get to shameless plugs. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, in real life, by the by, mm-hmm. just so we're clear here, Gandhi did a lot to help overthrow the, the British rule of India, but was also a horrific bastard. Um, so, Well, if you play uh, Civilization... Well, in civilization, you know that, you know that Gandhi is, horror, is a horrendous warlord. <laughs> That's also true. But in real life, and the actual guy <laughs> was a pacifist, also. right? So all Mother Teresa's technically, and all Mother Teresa needs is like her shoe to take him down. Like, uh, oh, that's uh, true. That's old, lady, a, that's old lady whoops his ass. That's called a chunkleta. <laughs> well, she wasn't Hispanic. <laughs> <laughs> Normally, we reserve the disrespect to me, Liz. But you're on a roll. 
<laughs> Wait, what? That's the legitimate. That's a real thing. Look it up. It means we the know, thing that know, I beat you with, which know. is also my football. That's true. Actually, I didn't think about that too. You don't. I mean, because she was, she was a nun, and if the, you don't, you don't oh, yeah. fuck with nuns. Give that bitch a, a yardstick, and it's oh, all it's over. over. Yeah, you know what? I don't think that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Earl. I think I think you're outvoted here. <laughs> That's fine. So I'm going. So I'm going, Teresa. You're saying Teresa? No. Saying, oh, you're going Gandhi? He yeah. said Delcine. But we're, you're going Delcine? But we're yeah. but we're three on two. Two. Or, which is, which I, I, I know, I know nothing of your mage talk. Fifty-one percent. I know nothing of your mage talk. A three to two came down. What we're is, saying. What is that? That Harry Potter school? Chogberts? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're gonna get you the. We're gonna get you the those. Nuts. We're gonna be. We're gonna be. You're gonna have to. You're, I think. I think. I think we're gonna have to have a new segment called Dan's Book Reports. Oh boy. <laughs> Where Dan. Chogberts University. <laughs> Dan has to come back and tell us about it. It's hey, for profits. Hey guys, I got to the first paragraph school. of the preface this week. All <laughs> uh, <laughs> right, it's time to do Liz's mom. Liz's mom. So guys, I've got some really, really, really disturbing news. Well, I've got, first of all, I've got some good news. Mm. What's the good news? My parents celebrated their 40th wedding anniversary. Oh, it's awesome. Yesterday. Good for them. But not yesterday if you're listening because this is Thursday, so it was really... Whatever. You know. It's timey-wimey. Uh, timey-wimey. Nimbly-pimbly. Wibbly-wobbly. <laughs> Whatever. God. Please keep going. Um, the bad news is my parents took a cruise to Bermuda, and I haven't heard from them in about three days. So Ooh. we can make some deductions. My ties. About what has happened. No, I'm saying they're near that triangle. Oh. Mm. You know mm. what I mean? So... Mm. Well, you know, I mean, are you actually really orphaned at, like, past 22? Whoa, safe bet. <laughs> Nicely done. That was, that was a good, that was a good, that was a nice sidestep you did right there. That was nice. That was some Matrix level dodging that you just did there. He, he calls you out just hardcore, but he's, he's yeah, yeah. real nice to me. Well, to be fair, I'm aging like an apple in a brown paper bag over here, so I get the... I'm more like not necessarily a fine wine, but definitely better than a Boone's Farm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hi, my name's Boone. Uh, uh, so in lieu of uh, Liz's mom's usual pun, because she is lost at sea and we don't have one this evening, I'm going to actually call in a celebrity shot. Oh, so uh, we're going to do oral tonight instead? So we're going to do oral tonight. You know, a lot <laughs> It's always a special night when we that. get to do oral. You know, it is. It's not just an everyday sort of occasion. Okay. <laughs> so this pun was not mine. It's from Dan, who has also worked at a comic shop. And um, you know, the uh, the Batwoman CW series was announced. Ruby Rose yes. is, right. is starring as Kate Kane. Wonderful Lesbians. character. Mm-hmm. Very. And so Daniel was like, he posted about it. And he's like, oh, Batwoman coming to CW. Ain't no Montoya high enough that will keep me away from this series. <laughs> if you don't get it, that's fine. <laughs> You're missing nothing. Uh, that's patreon.com slash for geek's sake. It's so bad. He told it and now he's laughing. It's so bad. Let's go ahead and get some shameless plugs in there. <laughs> Eli, you want to start us off with some shameless plugs? Yes, I do have one this week. After um, I started listening to the podcast or audio drama, Logan and the Long Night. Oh, yeah. I've already chewed through it. It's, oh, yeah? it's pretty good. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've been known to listen to an audio drama. I've told you about the uh, Wolf 360, yep. 359. Mm-hmm. told you about uh, We're Alive, right? The basically Walking Dead type of audio drama. Mm-hmm. So I totally killed the Logan. They're pretty short. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. And there's only, what, I think there's 11. So I killed them pretty quick, and I'm like, you know what? I... 
I didn't even think about this. Probably. Oh, because you. Oh, you got you got access to the full thing. Yeah. Us poor people have to listen to it. Ooh, as they drop. Fancy. Oh, yeah. So fancy. So I uh, no, I just subscribed like right through Spotify Premium. No. Just do my podcaster app. Oh, okay. So yes, he's, he's caught up as well. I'm means. on 11. I don't, if there's I'm more, five what? or six dropped. Yeah, yeah, yeah only saying. six have dropped on iTunes. Oh no, I got straight 11 through mine. All right. Anyway, continue. Anyway, so, so I was like, you know what? I've never actually searched for other. Let me search for audio dramas. So I found like half a dozen. I started chewing through them, and I found one called The Bright Files, or sorry, The Bright Sessions, and it's basically like this uh, psychiatrist that puts out an ad to like. For it to bring in humans or, or special people to come talk to her through their problems. And all you get is just the audio of their sessions, one week apart or two weeks apart. Mm-hmm. And this whole narrative and story unfolds across these different patients. I've heard of this. And how the patients, like how they might interact, or you find out that, like, oh, this patient meets this patient outside of the office. And it's just, it's one of these cool things where you just get these bits and pieces of interesting story, yet they start tying together in a very cool way. I'm like 15. 15, 18 episodes in, and it has been awesome. So that's the Bright Files? Bright Sessions. The Bright Sessions. Yeah. The Bright Sessions. Awesome. All right. Uh, Liz, what you got for us? Um, I recently just started listening to a new podcast that is possibly one of the most entertaining things I have heard in a long time, just due to my sense of humor. Uh, It's called Everything is Alive. And the style of the podcast is that it is a, a unscripted interview-based podcast where the subject of every interview is an inanimate object. <laughs> I've heard this. And it is great. Awesome. <laughs> Check it out. Awesome. Uh, Dan. All right. So, uh, as always, you can find me at epiceventsorlando.com for all your DJ needs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. uh, I've got a second one for you. Um, the the community theater that I grew up performing in uh, is called Wakiva River Players. Oh, yeah. Um, they are now known as Wakiva River Players Junior Theater because uh, that's what they, they focus on now. Yeah. Um, so, they are doing a very special event um, coming up on November 10th at Lake Mary High School. They are going to be... Um, Having in Broadway star Adam Pascal, what? Um, Wow! He's going to take stage uh, and do a master class, um, doing a showcase with lights and all kinds of good stuff. Uh, There's VIP tickets and uh, there's student tickets and all that kind of good stuff. Go to WakivaRiverPlayers.org for all the details. Oh, and those those children just don't know. Have no idea. Tickets range from $15 to $25. Uh, if you buy tickets by October 21st, they're going to put you into a drawing for a VIP upgrade so oh you get God. to meet Adam face to face. Stop it. Wow. I went to go, I went to go see Rent when it just came around for the 20th anniversary revival tour mm-hmm. and I will tell you that the cast was incredible and the only issue I had was with the actor that was playing uh, Roger, not, he was great. His voice was mm-hmm. awesome, but he had like what I like to call, um, um, oh my God, who not Bon Jovi, but the other Jersey Bruce Springsteen mm-hmm. syndrome where like he didn't part his teeth when he delivered his One song. Oh yeah. Glory. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and it was like, everything was great with the delivery because he was doing it through clenched teeth the entire time. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> this is my favorite episode. <laughs> uh, oh, anything you like to shamelessly plug? Um. Okay. So, I'll, can I can I do like one one? Do that, whatever the hell you want. Okay. Do oh, you, yeah. son. Okay. So, um, do you boo boo? You can find me at a comic shop. Mm-hmm. You can also find me on Flamon at Flamon Podcast. Mm-hmm. Um. On Twitter, Flamon. We're on. Um. 
Stitcher, if that's still a thing. Yeah. It is. Uh, it is. Okay. Yeah, Very much a thing. Um, you know, Apple Podcasts, whatever the case may be. Um, also, I would like to um, shamelessly plug one of my favorite podcasts of all time. It's oh, called. Oh, thank you. Oh, you're so nice. You guys are wonderful. <laughs> but it's called You Must Remember This. Man, he listened to a damn episode. <laughs> <laughs> you must remember this. You must remember this. It's about Hollywood's secret and forgotten history of its first century. Ooh. It's um, oh. written and hosted by Karina Longworth, and they do everything. So, like, they do the silent era. Right now, we're called. Um, Actually, uh, my first um, introduction to it was a, okay, it was Joan Crawford, (laughs) and it was Six Degrees of Joan Crawford, and they did her entire life. So if you want to know anything about, like, the Adam Hughes era of Hollywood, if you want to do, like, World War II and all of those stars, everything is there. They talk about A Star is Born, uh, the original, original, and, and the remake. It is Amazing and actually just came back out because they do seasons um, today. So I'm going to be listening to that as I drive all the way to fucking Hunter's Creek because I'm <laughs> cat sitting for somebody. <laughs> I used to live in Hunter's Creek. What a delightful town. Mm-hmm. It is the land that time forgot. And I don't know it, if oh I my have God. enough provisions. It to is get like there. that whole neighborhood is just stuck in like 1998. Am yeah. I right? Wait, like, where is this? <laughs> I mean, like, like decor wise, like, like, not oh. like she won a three style. Oh. Right. Yeah, no. No. Take Orange Avenue until it dead Never. ends. No, forget it. They forget do have, it. They do have it. a Tijuana yeah. flats, though. So oh, whatever. There's a bunch of those. Uh, I got a pair. I got uh, actually my big thing is uh, I got a pair of dozens. I got an XCOM 2. Uh, went on sale through Fanatical. It's a website that does occasionally really stupid sales on computer games. So I picked up XCOM 2 for like okay. 12 bucks and I really enjoy it. Also, really hate it. XCOM gives me anxiety. Yeah, well, something about that game gives me extreme anxiety because then little aliens just be running around, and you never know when they're gonna pop out from around a goddamn corner. Listen, if you've got three guys that all have better than a seventy percent chance to hit one goddamn creature, <laughs> one of the three of them statistically needs to be able to hit the goddamn creature. <laughs> Don't tell me they're all seventy plus and have all three of them miss. No, that's not what happened. You stupid piece of shit. So I'm really enjoying it, and uh, you can check out XCOM 2 Steam. There, there you it's go. Available. What a great game! Yeah, no, I'm so so happy that I. If spent you're suffering time doing from that. low blood pressure, right? <laughs> right. There you Boy, go. Boy, uh, we got the game for you. God damn it! Uh, I thought I was going to do this. Oral, dude, dude, can you can you come back like before 2025? Yes, I promise. This has like, been. Before awesome. Black Panther 2 drops, can you promise to come back I on the will show? I be your correspondent for Black Panther 2. Yes. No, 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 no. Before that. You have to come before <laughs> that. We'll do, we'll, we'll get, it's just, it's awesome. I'm going to go read your, I'm going to read the comics that you think and we'll do the whole thing. No, awesome. I, I would love to come back. Thank you so uh, Make sure you check out, make sure you check out Flame On. It's an awesome show. Uh, I go visit Oral uh, for the, what, yeah, with karaoke, was, what did you say, Fridays and? Mondays from 7 to 1 and Fridays from 8 to 2. At the Geek Easy, or you can see me at a comic shop because sometimes I just fucking live at that plaza. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that is gonna do it for us again. So thank you so much to Oral and for all of you guys who are listening. Until next time, this is Al Sterling saying, 
Consider the six days of Genesis as a figure of speech for what has, in fact, been four billion years. On this scale, one day equals something like 666 million years, and thus, all day Monday until Tuesday noon, creation was busy getting the world going. Life began Tuesday noon, and the beautiful organic wholeness of it developed over the next four days. At 4 p.m. Saturday, the big reptiles came on. At three minutes before midnight on the last day, man appeared. At one-fourth of a second before midnight, Christ arrived. At one-fortieth of a second before before midnight, the Industrial Revolution began. We are surrounded with people who think that what we have been doing for that one fortieth of a second can go on indefinitely. They are considered normal, but they are stark raving mad. Woo!